right, nobody One, say two. the N-word. Damn it. I know, Charles. You know, last week we had to edit out almost three hours worth of tent because Elena kept saying the N-word over and over uh, with no context. She just likes the word. It's she, not that it's racial. She just likes the, the two Gs. It's fun. Yeah. It's the, <laughs> it's the double Gs, that nice hard R. <laughs> An R so hard that it'll make you blush. Nary has there been a two syllable. Did you just say Nary? Nary has there been two <laughs> syllables. Nary, did you know? That, that were more pleasing Your to pronounce. Than two G's? Yeah. Guga. Guga. The er is something about it. It's like on um, the Kids of the Hall, uh, Scott Thompson had this whole bit about how the, the, yeah. the word faggot was <laughs> offensive. So he said, maybe it's that hard T at the end that offends everybody. We'll just be called Fagos from now on. <laughs> <laughs> or Faga. Yeah. What are you doing, Faga? <laughs> What's up, Faga? Running faggot. Run. We, need oh, to, the faggot. we need to convince, we need to convince some uh, Trump supporters. What could Faga be that, that we could put that on hats so that we could sell to them? Running free America free. great again. <laughs> this is my favorite I sketch ever. Running free. <laughs> Running faggot Running faggot Running free See the pretty faggot Running faggot Running free I love this shit Howdy, stripling Howdy Faggot Well, what can I do for you? I'm sorry. My puppy's hungry I don't know what to do mm. Why not try feeding it puppy food? Good idea, faggot. Why don't you stick around and see the results? Nope. Gotta be hitching a ride on the wind. Running faggot, running free. See the faggot, he fed a puppy. Running faggot, running free. Howdy, stranger. Good to see you, faggot. Well, what seems to be the problem? Well, I'll let you have it straight. We're surrounded on all sides by about 10,000 angry Indians, and it looks like there's only one way out. Have you ever thought of talking to them? Running faggot, running by getting folks a-talking, instead of just a-squawking, squawking and a-gawking, mocking and a-rocking, running free. Good stuff, yeah, that running incredible. faggot. Running yeah. faggot is good stuff. And it gets stuck in your head. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It gets stuck in your hair if you let them come in it. I sing it aloud a lot in Raleigh. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What do they have to say about that in Raleigh? Ah, just a lot of looks. Huh. Did they think you were a, a fan of kids in the hall? Or yeah, a, probably. Where did Chuck go? What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know where he went. He threw down his headphones into the microphone and ran off. You think he, he went to poop? He had to take a shit. <laughs> he had to go poop. Yeah, poo-poo. Probably went to go take a shit. Like a nice, creamy shit. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> creamy. Oh, God. Oh, there it is. Oh, no, that you just reusing the bottle? It's or pineapple that... juice. Oh, okay. And, and, and an aloe vera juice bottle. Okay. But this brand is the shit. I'm going to try it eventually one day. And that flavor is my, that's my favorite. The aloe brand, the allure flavor. It's mangosteen mango mm. with aloe vera juice. Mm. It's very refreshing. It's very hydrating. Mm. And it has like a little bit of cane sugar in it, but it's only, this whole bottle is only 70 calories. So it's not like it's sweet, but not too sweet. Yeah. How many carbs? Two hundred fifty thousand. 
It's the whole. And it's got the little idea little globules aloe. of aloe in it. That yeah. it's kind of like a it's kind of like a bubble tea. Yeah, I love bubble tea. It's like that, but better. Yeah, I saw that. I was going to clean it up, then I decided not to. <laughs> Whatever. We'll be fine. What? You guys ready to start the show? Yes. All right. We'll fucking listen. Yes. Are we starting a Back to the Future retro- retrospective? What a what a tro, huh? What a tro. <laughs> International Bremen issue. Tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, the Bipolar Rock and Roll, the Sultan's Lids Godfather, Gash, the, the, the Prime Minister of Pump, I would say, I've <laughs> <laughs> now worked out 15 days in a row in some way, shape, or form, so I really am taking this no days off thing seriously, it's about least, fitness, folks, at least working out that jaw, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I, we went and worked out this morning and all I did was talk. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I leaned up against the machine that Chuck was using and just gave him an ear beating. <laughs> Give me a little chin wag. He just ro- the, rose and ground. Just told him everything he was doing wrong, even though I had no idea about anything. <laughs> no, you know if you if you tilt your wrists no, no, no. at a forty five. Other way, other way, other way. No, other way. You just keep saying other no, way. No, 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 no. Other way. No, tilt your back a little. Pivot. Arch your back. Arch your Pivot. back. Pivot. Get under it. Under it. No. Under. Use your legs. You're not using your legs. What's wrong with you? I'm bench pressing. Oh. Get under it. <laughs> uh, episode 243. It's the calm before the storm. It's right before the DMX most spectacular. Oh, shit. You're damn right, it's old It's going to be a big, big show this year. going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Huge. Zoe Deschanel is going to be here. Odd celebrity. She, she likes Christmas stuff. She'll be singing some Christmas songs with that yeah. lovely voice. She can right out of the side of her mouth because that's what she does. She sings out of the side of her mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. another Deschanel sister in there. Yeah, em- Emily. She's the serious one. She's bones. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, she is bones. She's bones. she get the bone. Oh, oh. <laughs> she can catch that bee. I don't even find her that attractive. She's fine. She's pretty. Zoe's the best though. Yeah. Zoe's my DG, dream girl. She is hot. Yeah. She's dating one of the Property Brothers on HGTV. Of course she is. Lana Del Rey is dating somebody from freaking uh, Live PD. What in the fuck is what? happening? <laughs> what is happening in this world? Lana Del Rey is dating a redneck cop from South Carolina from Live PD. Live PD is great, though. Of course it is. It's, it is. It's so it's stupid. <laughs> Episode 243, as always. I'm is it joined- like lizard like towing or something? Sure. No, it's like cops, except for it's live. Yeah. yeah. It's live yeah. cops. It might be on like a five second delay so they can it's a lot of, there's F-bombs. A, it's a lot of weed arrests. Lots of weed arrests. <laughs> it well, basically hurts you. Tyranny basically is all weird, weed arrests. <laughs> tyranny no, is there's some crazy now. people and that. Those are the best. As always, I'm joined by the former Intercontinental Champion and the first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Kanawha River. 
Noted weakling. That's old Chucky Tater Sucks over there. <laughs> <laughs> He's got my number. <laughs> Noted. We- he was curly more than I can bench press. Over there. <laughs> He's like, "What? Well, you're not gonna you're not gonna use the flat part? <laughs> Fuck you." <laughs> That's how our low people get it because my bench press is shit. So I have to intimidate them by curling more. Than- <laughs> Anytime you get would you use a, a curling bar? Yeah, I use the curl bar yeah. because my it hurts my wrists to do it like this. And I've got dainty little wrists. Look at how dainty my wrists are. <laughs> Not big ham hocks like mine. No, my wrists hurt doing bench presses. So <laughs> stupid. We really do need one of those bars that's like this. That's I need something ninety it- degrees or whatever instead of. Well, they have the. Yeah, they have bench. Like, see, the bench is like one of those things. It's not every all sizes fit all. Would you please quit doing that? <laughs> okay, uh, just try dumbbells. Yeah, that's use, what I'll use do. dumbbells. I mean, I'm just going to do what you I get do a better really. range of motion and all that shit. You're, well, speaking of being strong. You feel pretty good about yourself until we saw a, a friend of mine, ours, at uh, Tudor's, and he's down there working out with one of the assistant coaches at DuPont. Or I don't know. He might even be the head coach now. This guy from... Uh, I don't know if I want to say his, say his <laughs> name. That was Elena, by the Belch way. Fast. Just so everybody knows, that was Elena that just did that one. Excuse me. You're welcome. You're welcome. You keep going. You keep Buddy, going. And we, we're talking about him. There is video of him on YouTube. I'll probably show it to you guys. Of him bench pressing 500 pounds 10 times. And that's just where he stopped. Like he didn't, he didn't fail at, f- at 10, 10 reps. He just stopped lifting at ten reps. That's insane. So he, you said bench press five hundred yes. pounds ten times. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I it's mean, everything for me to get one twenty five. He's and then you know have you I can do a quarter of that ten times. <laughs> I, I'm at my best. I would maybe able to do half that. It's a quarter of five hundred. A hundred and twenty five. Hundred twenty five. Oh yeah, I could fucking. Crush it. Burn that out. <laughs> but then we were talking about the guys at the NFL Combine. So like, well, I bench pressed uh, 225 30 times. Like, yeah, great. I've got video of that guy warming up for the, for the 500, for, with the 500 pounds 10 times by bench pressing 425 25 times. Like, there is such a disparity between people who are that, you know, that strong. And he's, he's strong in other shit too. Don't get me wrong. Um, I was going to ask, is he like really good at that one thing, but he can like no, no, no. squat he's, like five can, pounds? No, he can squat like 700 pounds. Uh, he can deadlift. He's deadlifted 700 How plus. are his joints? I'm worried about him. Well, he's a little bit older, but I think his joints are fine. He can still, he still reps 400 pounds easily. And as you know? always, the world's greatest <laughs> claw machinist. <laughs> Uh, the, the the Lord of Laurel Creek, the wor- Laurel Creek's most dangerous man. It's old Johnny Liberty Loads over there, and um, also we have the 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 rest of the first family of fun for two weeks in a row, three weeks in a row. Returning, returning family. Well, no, I mean they never really went anywhere. It just felt like they did. Yeah, we just ca- quit having them on the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, yep. when, remember that uh-huh. two years we pretended they didn't exist? Yes. <laughs> like they were never it's here. Fun. It's fun. pretending John played a character? Yeah. I played two characters. Two characters. Yeah. Uh, Method acting. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah, he did. He carried around bowling balls in a bra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Liz got big tits, folks, is what we're talking about. Some real ham hocks hanging from her. You know what I'm saying? Some real udders. 
It's probably not complimentary. What are you going to do? You're holding your microphone like a rapper. I love it. Keep yeah. doing it. It's so comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Sit like this. Kid Crimson over if there. If I was. Kid Crimson? <laughs> <laughs> Kid Crimson? Because he's a rapper yeah. and he's oh, redheaded. I like it. I'm writing that down. Kid Crimson. Is that really a rapper's name? No. I just I okay. Could it be Kid Crimson with a K? Sure. Same awesome. Kid Crimson. Yeah. Kid Saint Crimson. Kid Crimson. <laughs> uh, Aaron and Elena are here. I forgot all their nicknames. Deal with it. It's episode 243, The Calm Before the Storm, Before DMXmas. It's going to be amazing. This Lose is a palate cleanser. Zoe Deschanel is going to be here. DMX um, is going to be here. Bing Crosby and... That red and guy. David Bowie are going to be here singing Little Drummer guy? Boy and Jim Jesus. Neighbors. Jim Neighbors, of course, is gonna, he's here every year. We got to thaw him out, though. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? I'm pretty sure today's the third day of Yule. Yesterday was the solstice. Mm-hmm. Is Yule the pagan festival? Yeah. Well, what is Yule? I mean, I'm really not familiar with it. It's yeah. It's like it's like um. I think it starts the day before the solstice, so it's the, from the twentieth all the way to. I think New Year's, or I don't know, it's like 12 days. But it, What used to be till New what was New Year's, but it right. was, it's what the 12 days of Christmas came from. It was like, you know, it's 12 Yule days. began today. This Sunday, December 22nd, ends Christians ripping off more pagan holidays. Oh, okay. Fuckers. I was wrong. But that's, it just has to do with, you know, sun worship and, right. and appreciation. and The world is dying, and we're trying to well, bring it back. It's it's rebirth, actually, because it's the sun is as far away as it can be. But now it's from, from this point on, from <coughs> yesterday on. It's coming back. Th- it will get lighter and lighter, and we're not going to die. It's summer. coming back around well, What again. about that breaking over point where you had, uh, where people became people eventually, and, and finally they, but they didn't, weren't really aware of the cycles of things because they were just too dumb, because animals aren't aware. I mean, they're aware on an instinctual level, but they're not aware on a, you know, they're not. They don't have calendars. Exactly. We don't talk so, about it. So when it started to get cold and like, oh, there, there's no more food. The world's dying. What do we do? You know what I mean? I wonder when that began, you know, and then at one point they'd be like, it'll be fine. You know, the earth will recover. I'd say. See what I'm getting at? When it began. Um, well, I mean, the, most people think that we originated out of Africa, you know, a fairly small region in Africa. Some people, I mean, there's there's it's debate a, about that. But I think it's a fairly good theory, and probably in a, in a place where you didn't really have winter like what we have. Sure, you had seasons, but there was food year round. You didn't have to worry about stockpiling for winter or, right. or livestock. And then, as we as as we or whatever as humans started migrating to chase game or whatever reason we migrated, but probably for, just to, just to see what was over. The we next started horizon, going to we yeah. started going to colder environments and started learning about. You know the, the harsh reality of winter, right? And that's when it became, oh shit! You know we have to prepare for this. And so I'm sure it happened gradually over the millennia. Well, I mean they've chased the mod- they've traced the mitochondria from Africa to into the Middle East is where people went next, and then you know took a left turn and then started going up into Europe and places like that. Um, I actually saw a whole special on it. And said that, you know, the British Isles and places like that were last. So, you know, and I don't, how could that take such a long period of time? You can walk from those period, those, those, it, it would take you a year probably to walk from Africa into the Middle East, you know, at, at a oh, reason. they probably stopped at a reasonable and had kids pace. And well, I'm saying they were hungry. Re- but I know, but I'm, I'm, <clears throat> what I'm saying is, is that back then were there people, who are just like people now, like, you know what? I just want to see what's over there, so I'm just going to walk over well, they also, there. You know what I mean? So, sh- boats and actually even ships are pretty old yeah, technology, and I think they're probably older than we realize. Sure. 
I think that the the Phoenicians probably came to people from Phoenix are Phoenicians. <laughs> <laughs> Quit being a faggot and suck that dick. Uh, wow. Whoa! That's homophobia coming out of you, Charles. That was a, it's the holiday season. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Jesus. Well, it is a Christian Charlie. holiday. I'm trying to get in the in the Fuck. trying to get in the spirit of bigotry. Mm. But anyway, um, I think the Phoenicians probably hit the Americas fairly. I would say v- much more before Columbus, and then <laughs> you know, then you had you the bunch Vi- of queers. Then you had the Vikings, you know, coming over to Newfoundland, and they probably w- went down into Maine and places like that. You know, again, there was a theory that a Welsh prince and his brother had brought a couple ships over and gone up through Louisiana, and they made to- it all the way up to like Wisconsin or somewhere, didn't they? Well, the theory is, yeah, well. That they became the Mandan people, that they had interbred, interbred with a tribe that was already going to become the Mandan people. As a matter of fact, in the Mandan people did have blonde, did have blue eyes, some of them, and mm-hmm. none, none of them had blonde hair, of course, because blonde hair is a massive, massively recessive trait. You know, it, it, it will eventually they there was disappear. That, there will be said no that more they were natives with red hair, though. Reddish, like when you put them in, in the in, in the in the sun. There's some record was, of that. Yeah, sure, gross. you know. Um, but there were also Native Americans up near Newfoundland and stuff that like, had blue eyes and stuff like that. So I think that probably they did interbreed and just the people just went native. You know, they're just like, well, this their ways seem pretty cool. Their women are pretty. Fuck it. We're not going back, you know. So, um, yeah, there, I read a book by the guy who wrote Follow the River, James Alexander Tom, which is a great book. Um, called Children of First Man. We will take your word for it. And it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I started that book. I, I, know the, I know what you're talking about. He's I a good writer. Yeah, brutal. He's brutal though. I, I mean, liked. He's... I liked Follow the River and Panther in the Sky. Panther in the Sky is a great book. Yeah. Um, from Sea to Shining Seas, another one where they reference that. Yeah. That that the when they come among the Man- Mandan people, are like you know those Welsh words they're using because they actually had them. You know, phonetically write down some of their words and like that's a Welsh word that they're using. It could have been coincidence, but I like to believe that maybe there's some truth to it. You know, because then it doesn't. Then Columbus doesn't get any of the credit. Gets none of the credit that he deserves. I mean, he he deserves virtually none. When are so. we going to cancel Columbus Day? With me too, and just all this other shit going on. Nah, like, how much it. longer? We keep him around. Yeah. We, Columbus was the best. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what they say on, that's what they say on so, Fox. So was it just tr- to be contrarians was it, was every it, fucking year? Was it true that Columbus, you know, set out to sail the ocean at a time when everyone else said that the Earth is flat, or, or they said that they, you know, they didn't, they thought that he was just going to die? Um, so it did take a tremendous amount of risk and it courage, took courage, but it also took massive amounts of greed courage. and the fact that there had been groups of people. Who had already been there? Put him you know, up. he's he wasn't the well, first. But, but nobody knew that. Nobody in his culture knew that. I don't think that's exactly true. I think that there were rumors and evidence, just like there would be now for things that we can't quite prove. You know, it's it's here. It's a giant landmass. You think that people weren't blown over then come back? I just you know, just it, the, you know the sort of the history we were taught was nobody knew about it. Sure, everyone thought the, that the world yeah, just ended. World. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's and, what, and I don't know what the what the actual truth was. But back well, then. the whole thing, the flat Earth thing. You know what? One of the presents he gave to Queen Isabella to convince him a convince com- was a, a globe. No, it was, it, no, it was a combo pretzel snack with the cheese. <laughs> oh, it's the best. Oh, those are the best. No, um, that makes me like them a little bit more. <laughs> It was it was a globe with the cheese sucked out. Yeah, that's where. The, yeah. See, you go, if you go north, that's the North Pole, Faster. or south of the South Pole. You go inside where the cheese was, mm. and that's the you know that's where flat Earth meets hollow Earth. It's not yeah. flat, nor is it hollow. It's a combo. The, the Earth is shaped yeah, like a combo. It's cylindrical and hollow. Yeah, it's cylindrical. And so, if you go north of the North Pole, you go in mm-hmm. to, inside. The, that's where that's where 
Um, Santa Claus, the elves, um, I get it, Sasquatch, man. Mothman. Every, they're all in where the cheese goes. Eskimos. It's the best part. Reptilian pedophiles. Mm, they're out here. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. No, I was going to get in there. So it's Jeffrey Epstein. So it's like there's a whole, you know, Epstein didn't kill himself. Prove to me that he's actually dead. Show me the body. Yeah. Habeas Corpus uh, or whatever. Uh, there's, so the, there's no camera footage. You know, the, the camera footage is missing uh, outside of his door. What? I think, I think so, he, so, he so might we, cut a deal. So the, what I'm saying is, it's like, okay, if, you, if you're willing to make the step, okay, he definitely didn't kill himself. What what proof do you have that he wasn't just rescued and he's, he's on somebody else's private island fucking little girls? It's yeah. true. Well, Did he they probably, have like a funeral? Like, is it, really, is it, it really that hard to lie to, no. to millions of people? No, it's no. not. I mean, we're living in a country where it happens if they can like if they can make that lie that big, why not just make it a little bit bigger and he's still alive? And the uh, huh. the footage from his first suicide attempt mysteriously disappeared too. Well they, well, they say that about Hitler too. A lot of people say Hitler just he just they never found the body. And a lot of people say that he actually just moved to Brazil, Argentina. shaved his mustache and or whatever. And changed, there was a massive his name. there was a massive settlement of German expats who lived in Argentina. So, yeah, people say that he just was in South America somewhere and he yeah. like recently died <laughs> because the Argentinians are notorious for being um, a hating indigenous people. And B, considering themselves European and not well, I just think nobody would have known who he was. No, but I'm, no, but I'm saying you that know. they were also Evita Perón was a Nazi sympathizer. Evita well, well, was a Nazi sympathizer. There was. Um, well, I mean, I mean, yeah. you gotta kind of see their point of view yeah. a little bit. I mean, this is where we do sure, that. Sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I'm sympathizing with them. I'm just saying that they had, you know, they had some pretty good points about you know needing to, you know. The gas chamber, twelve million people. Okay, or whatever I, I've said this as being a devil's advocate, and it's not because World War Two. <laughs> it's because of World War One. We're gonna, we're and I'm not, and, and this, is, this is not anything to do with the. This has Wait nothing to do. Are you are you saying? Are you trying to say that you're against Nazis? <laughs> God damn, that felt good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, t- I'm taking it back. Couldn't have planned it better. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, no, let me finish, is that... Um, I'm going to let you finish. It, this has nothing to do no, with... But, uh, it has nothing to do with the Holocaust. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's a great one. No, but, uh, I too. <laughs> thanks for bringing that back up. Uh, <laughs> they were about. <laughs> the World War One. there was a... Uh, when they had started the war machine, when the Germans had to fight the rest of the world, basically, they had to finish off France quick. Who had to fight the rest of the world? Germany. <laughs> So they knew they had to finish France because they'd have to turn and deal with Russia. Yeah, so boy. they had it down to a, a, a hours that they had to get this done, or it couldn't be done, and it was accurate. So that even went down to times tables on 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 uh, railroads where a certain amount of axles had to pass over a certain amount of you know bridge space in a certain amount of time to get this done and it was all an exercise in higher math and then you had all these things the germans had had accomplished and kultur and all this stuff and the most you know brilliant people from like england and places like that were intimidated by the average german citizen because their their education system was so bulletproof i mean they were fucking brilliant the Rank and file Germans, not even not to mention the people who, who are in power and their scientists and everything. So what I'm saying is, is that put the Holocaust aside, which is one of the worst events in human history. When they said we are fit to rule the world, they had a case. 
They were like, we do it better than the rest of you. And they were absolutely fucking correct. Yeah, if they would have had more people. Oh. They would have had, like, more people. Well, they were trying to rule, trying to... Cancel Charles. They were trying to take over the world from a country, the the country, a country the size of Ohio. Well, and yeah, and a country the size of Ohio had... Techno- technology that was leaps and bounds better than everyone else's technology. So much so that our entire pharmaceutical uh, system is based off of their science. Sure. Um, oh, what else was I going to say? All, all the all the technology that the Nazis had, like uh, NASA, is basically was comprised of former Nazis. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's the whole the whole project, space uh, thing. It's is, called is Paperclip. That's what. Yeah, you might as well. Paperclip. You might as well instead of that little, yeah. you know, the NASA symbol. You might as well I have a swastika. You might as well have a swastika yeah. on it. Was this the same? Yeah, they're, they're the same people. But weren't they like trying to fight to get their own country at the beginning? Wasn't that like? Well, what a happened huge was okay. It? They they became forty years before the events of World War One. They mm-hmm. became at the stroke of a pen. They became the largest land power, the German Empire. They became the, as the, in the words of Dan Carlin, they were a German state with German people on built on the Prussian model of milita- m- militarism. They were the Prussians on steroids. They were so fucking powerful. Now, they also were after the age of colonization. They came on the tail end of that. You had America had colonies, France. Uh, all these other places, even Belgium had fucking Belgium co- had colonies, and, then, and, and all the best places were taken. It's them so, so they were like, and they're chocolates. Chocolate. But they felt like, and the rest of the world saw them as upstarts, and no country who has to shoulder the way onto the table is not seen that way. America is was seen that seen that way. You know, after World War One, when we started to grow at a breakneck pace, you know, we were seen as some upstart fucking. You know, provincial. We still kind of are. Well, yeah, they we're new, and they were only forty years old. So you can imagine that France, who had fought a war with them and lost, and then you know Was that all the, the French and Indian War. <laughs> <laughs> it's wrong continent, sir. Um, then the Russians, who were you know this giant mega country, but they were all fucking dumb and didn't know what they were fucking doing. <laughs> so I'm thinking, then, of, I'm thinking of this in terms of, of, location. of dressings. So you got French dressing, you got Russian dressing. <laughs> there is no German dressing. What's the German dressing? <laughs> Uh, potato ketchup, salad, ketchup, <laughs> mustard, <Sauerkraut>. mustard, <laughs> sauerkraut, <laughs> <laughs> grainy mustard, she, <laughs> grainy ass, brown ass mustard. It's pretty good. She managed to sneak a fucking slur in there. I did. Sauerkraut. <laughs> <laughs> but no, what I'm saying is that yes, originally it had nothing to do with anti-Semitism. That that was a creation of the aftermath of World War One. Well, they were trying to make them pay for everything. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah, the strictures they applied to war, to Germany after the war were. Too hard, like yeah, their, their economy collapsed. They couldn't get anything. Going. I mean, it was like a perfect yeah. storm. So, so, you have yeah. Hitler saying all the right things. Exactly. I mean, he was a great, le- I mean, great, or- every- great orator. I he mean, was, he-, he knew what he was doing. I mean, let, was he know. intelligent? That's debatable. But um, I mean, so, so it's a, a good analogy would be like like a kid in school who's kind of a nobody, or he he was great for a while, but then he gets humiliated, like publicly humiliated mm-hmm. in front of the whole school, and then he goes and starts training. And comes back, and he's a total son Joins of a bitch. Joins your bullying. Yeah, he joined. He joined my gym. Yep. He learns jiu jitsu. He comes back with a chip on his shoulder. Fuck yeah, he does. And and he hates. Or I'm gonna, people. He, goes, he, he goes a little bit too far with the vengeance thing. A little bit. <laughs> I've got a better. I've got a better metaphor. A guy who gets embarrassed at a correspondent White House correspondence center um, in front of everybody gets picked on by an ex president and a stand up comedian, and he decides to. Take revenge, and what do we got now? We got Donald Trump. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what. That happened. is precisely what. Yeah. happened. Yeah. it's incredible. It's pretty good. It's a, it's a great story. So it's really, it's really an anti-bullying it, story. It it's a funny story. It's a funny it's fucking a great, story. It's funny, but I don't think it's great. I think it's, it's great. I think it's, I think it's costing all of us. <laughs>
I, I don't know. You should, you should look at my portfolio right now. Yeah. Uh, can't we get a all time can't, high? Can't we get a somebody in there with those economic policies? Uh, they, Jesus <laughs> fuck! <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently not. I guess not. <laughs> I love how everybody at the table loves Donald Trump because he's just burn, he's burning the world. Yeah. <laughs> I don't love him. Oh, a bunch of nihilists. Some I think to deal with. You got a lot. I don't. I don't really see the where he's burning the world. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not that much different than it was eight years ago. I beg to differ, but I don't really want to get he's into it. He's not like a king. He there's still checks. He's and more balances. like a god emperor warrior king. Yeah, yeah. he's the toughest man alive. He's <laughs> ten the foot strongest man. Ten foot alive. cock. He's the most handsome man alive. He's well, so, the most attentive lover. That is, at least I've never had sex with the man. But I've heard the way other people talk about having sex with him. And apparently, he is a very attentive lover. And I don't know... Elena, you're you're a female, I've heard. Um, <laughs> attentiveness, is, attentiveness is the name of the game, am I right? It's true. 100%. Well, you got to think, too. So you got to tickle that butthole. Part, part, I mean, part of the thing that makes Baron so special yeah. in, his, in his time-traveling ability is that you have to understand, it's like, he's only, what, 16 or 17 now or something? He's like? 14. He's that young? Okay, 15, whatever. I have no idea. He's so 14. The point he's is, really young. you would think that he was conceived when Donald Trump was a fairly old man, but you'd be wrong because it wasn't the 2000s Donald Trump that conceived Barron. Yeah. It was the 1980s Trump. When that he was running really, stag, 1980s Donald Trump? He came back. The, yeah, Just had your party with the, the boys. 80s, the 80s Trump came forward in time to, to impregnate Melania so that she would have... The special genes, and that's why Baron Trump has extra special time travel. Well, well, here's, here's the question: <laughs> because he was conceived by somebody who was in the wrong time space continuum. Well, here's the thing: here's the real question: like Would current movie. Donald Trump be jealous of past Donald Trump, or would they just high five during the whole shit? Well, and situation? This, is, this is the other point I was going to get to when we were talking about how great of, how great of a, a lover he is. I mean, in any time frame, he's great. But but the eighties <laughs> the eighties Donald Trump. I mean, it was like, do you want, you know, that's like twice as many orgasms. Right. It, he was king of the world back then. Yeah. I mean, you look yeah. back at yeah. the 80s. Donald Trump was, he was everywhere. It's true. He was, he, he was at one point, Earl he was the most failed businessman in America. Like, I mean, most, was, and look at him now. <laughs> most sane men would go gay for that. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. Not just for the money and the power and the great I looks would let Donald Trump have me. The intelligence and the charm and the wit, <laughs> but just the looks. And the sexual prowess. I'm, I'm not usually a bottom in my gay encounters, but for Donald Trump, <laughs> I would get on all fours. I would get in. I would get in child's pose in yoga. I think that's what it's called when you're on on your knees and you're. You know that out. he hopes that's Extended what it's called. Extended child's pose. Extended child's pose, and I would, I would let him fire off into me like a cannon firing into the night, <laughs> like a Gatling fire gun. Fire off in me. I want him to empty those clips in me. And hopefully, hopefully, I can be the first man to get pregnant from anal sex. <laughs> and and me and Donald Trump will have a baby. Donald Trump's ass baby. What if that's where Baron came from? Mm. Yeah, what if <laughs> What if that happened to me? I just don't know it yet. In some timeline. <laughs> Baron Trump is Rick Ocasek. And you guys I, Baron right? Trump. <laughs> and, and a lot of people don't know this either, but the initial time portal that Baron Trump used mm -hmm. when he first... Went back in time is actually located in the Ural Mountains in Russia, and there's a, actually a time a, like a sort of fixed time portal th there. I think everybody knows that though, yeah. and that's right. where the, that's where it started, and that's where the the, the <coughs> this whole Trump this whole Russia Trump connection comes from. People think that he's 
It's yeah, actually it he's, he has to he yeah. has to have some kind of good relations with them so that they still have access to that portal. Yeah, does I mean, he die if the portal like gets closed off or something? No, he just he can't make it. No, he would mistakes. be stuck. He would He'd be, just stuck. be stuck in whatever timeline he's yeah. in. Yeah, it reminds me of a eleven twenty two sixty three where he has to keep it's going back. To Unless the same he time. could like live long enough if he was back, like you know, and Tesla was alive, he could meet the then Tesla mm-hmm. and then tell him about his future invention and maybe be able to. Maybe he'd be able to turn like a a steel car into a time machine, and um, designed by a guy who got busted for selling. I, I guess what I'm saying is is that have you made it far enough in Red Dead to run into Tesla? No, I haven't made it very far at all in Red Dead. Was he alive then? In the late 1800s, it's, yeah. Well, or it was 1900. In, in no, the fir- it's in 1899 the, is what it's okay. Set. Well, I mean that's 1900. But. I think he lived to like the 20s, right? I think so. Yeah. Why? Why? Why is this a thing? Because we're talking about time travel, and this is a song about time travel. I know, but that. why was it playing when we opened the show? Because it's fun. It's Huey Lewis. <laughs> Has anybody ever listened to Huey Lewis and not had a nice big grin fair. on their face? Just imagine sure. Baron Trump on a skateboard, yeah. holding onto the back of a car, riding to school. <laughs> the limo, <laughs> the Trump limo. I mean, it have to be a big skateboard that kids eight feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I wanted to ask you about that, and that's an, actually a, a non. About time question. travel, he has all the info. <laughs> yeah. About Tesla, do you it's think? Do you think that Tesla deserves the mystique that surrounds him, or is it due to the fact that he just got fucked by Edison? Do you think that's the reason that people love Tesla so much? My guess is that that Tesla deserves most of the hype. Okay. He deserves the accolades. He actually, yeah, like, uh, there's a lot of stuff that, that, that's used now that people think is science fiction, science fiction that they actually do that he came up with and is not credited with. Yeah. Well, didn't he want to broadcast... Uh, Mind control. Yes. Ele- yeah, electricity through harp, the air. Yeah. Harp, mm-hmm. harp, um, being able to harvest electricity from, from the air. He, said he, he actually had a, built it. He said it was. It's there. We just well, have to yeah, get it. One, it's right? like a tower. It's like a tower with an orb on it, and you can use it to harvest, like basically like lightning and static light. So you can just harvest that. That's and what you do yeah. in Red Dead. Yeah, that was, yeah. The, that's Tesla. Tesla was. A, this he, bitch he loves pe- Red well, Dead. There's, there's a game though. <laughs> Speaking of games, there's a game called Close to the Sun, which is kind of like a Bioshock. Yeah, it looks awesome. I but it's a it. kind of a Bioshock clone. It's on a ship. That Tesla designed called the Helios, and it's underground. It's fucking terrifying, of course. It's all atmospheric, but. It has a bunch of his shit on there. I'm just like, and then he's on another game called The Order, where he's like, he gives you all the equipment to fight vampires and shit like that. But it's all just electricity and stuff. I think he gets discredited a lot because he was also crazy because he married a pigeon or something. He was in love with a yeah, dove. He was in love he was, yeah. Well, that was towards the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was when he, when he that was, was after, after Edison had broken. He was like in an asylum yeah. type place. Edison, yeah, Edison we're a, we're a, what, you ever seen what have a, you done for me lately? Type society. So like, he was crazy. So automatically, he was always crazy. Right. Have you ever seen the video of Edison killing the uh, the, the elephant, elephant yeah. with electricity? It's fucking terrible. Yeah. It's god awful. I remember yeah. seeing the the drunk histories where they were talking about him. There's, doing there's it. an actual video. You just shock animals. Just, look what you can do with electricity. You can cook a man. Yeah. You can cook the man's dinner. Uh, I think the quote is, "You can cook the man's dinner and cook the man with mm-hmm. electricity." So, yeah, I just te- Tesla is one of those guys that I don't know anything about, but I'm fascinated by because I, of all the stuff that they put in video games. They, yeah. well, they, <laughs> that shit that's in the video games, a lot of it. I'm not necessarily saying. Being able to extract electricity from the sky necessarily or time travel, he did have pat- patents for that. But most of it, they legit can do now and do do now. You just don't know about it. Well, 
I didn't get into the meat of the game because I was doing the thing that Elena thinks is crazy and just watching the game on YouTube because I was curious whether I should buy it. I don't it. think it's crazy. Well, no, you've got a point. It, it is, is kind of crazy. Yeah, but it's relaxing. Yeah, a lot of people like do that, people man. A lot of people watch people play. I'll do that. Games. Like, I'll put on Bioshock when I want to sleep because for some reason, things that are terrifying and scary make me sleep. Bioshock com- is comforting. Well, it's just, it's quiet. Yeah. Like, until something wants to kill you. But, um,. <laughs> it's, it's true I mean, And all the 1920s music You say that about bears <laughs> <laughs> Oh they're so cute <laughs> But um, but, Don, but but John Trump is a, Was an actually Was an MIT physicist Okay This is This is a historical fact And um, th- Well that's a historical fact But um, He It's It's believed that he Got A quiet When When, when uh, Tesla was like they're basically like taking all this shit and trying to like blackmail him and stuff and, and, you know, cover up everything that he was doing. He stole some of the, he stole some of his work to protect it from the government, from the government seizing, seizing it. And then, of course, and then the theory is that he passed that, that, that knowledge on or those, whatever he was doing on to his beloved nephew, Donald J. Marcus Trump. And there's and there's a book from 125 years ago. There's well, there's several books by the same guy. I can't remember. I could pull it up. Um, but the one is the something about the amazing journey of Baron von Trump or Baron Trump and his his dog or something like that. And it shows like it's like hand drawn stuff that look like Baron. And then this another book that he did, same author. Is this called, real? Called the Last President. Yes, from 125 years ago. That that prophesizes. It's called the last president, and and prophesizes that Trump will be president, and it talks about Pence too. He uses he calls them by name from 125 years ago. Baron Trump's marvelous underground journey. That's fucking terrifying. I'll send you the link to uh, to the you summary. You actually of the sent me to it, but I thought it was a joke. I sent you that YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. I'm no. Th- I mean, Children, I mean, children's novel. I mean, written. it's it's tongue in cheek, but but there's 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 facts behind this. That these books exist. They were they were published. written in 1889 and 1893. There's a series of And them. then there's another one too Where he does some prophesizing shit There's like a political one That, that tells the future Like this guy had the same That shit that like um, Nostradamus have Where you can kind of see Bits and pieces of the future mm-hmm. It doesn't all line up perfect But he He had the names And he had certain things right And he He prophesized Trump Jesus That's fucking cool Yeah Is this real? The last president Yeah you, I, um, I need a- Well they call him the last president Because after that We become an empire Right, it's called it's called 1900 or the last president is the name of the the one book. The other one is something about Baron, the adventures of Baron Bomb Trump, and it's like a kid's book. Well, here's something that I've been noticing, and something that I think is true. I think we are seeing in real time how hereditary monarchies began, because you have a group of people who are supremely brainwashed, like all his followers who think that he's great and can never admit he's doing anything wrong, and. It would be so easy for them to just say, and, and this, hey, and by the way, this goes for Obama too. If he had, if he had shifted and said, you know, we need to be in his cool, smooth way. We need to have a, a monarchy now because this is the the period of time we live in. He wouldn't do it like Trump would, which just be saying, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy now. It's basically what he'd do. Um, Obama's followers would do the same. They would have, they would have been f- fully behind it. You know, probably not as much as Trump's followers. You know, because they're just. I don't want to say they're dumb, but I'm just saying that they're they they like being led. I mean, they really like being led. So, you know, that's how, is that how monarchies begin? Because you know, they, they didn't just fall out of the fucking sky. You know, there's a group of people who just decided that this group of people is now going to rule us, and 
the origin of monarchy. What's the history? There's got to be some some neat history there. Well, okay. What's the origin of monarchy? The first monarchy they think would John Mulshatter, uh, two two page report. Uh, do, do before DMX was uh, Adam Bryant. I want you to give uh, an oral report. John Radcliffe. I want a fucking um, PowerPoint presentation. John Mulshatter. I want a song written. Ooh, about uh, monarchy. Yeah. Well, he's in a punk band. That's yeah. No more than three yeah. minutes. Three minutes. Say something about society or keep whatever. The formula. Keep the formula. But you know. But I'm saying uh, the like you had uh, civilization started, of course, the the prevailing opinion, of course, there's a, now a lot of challenges to it, though, is that civilization began in Iraq in Mesopotamia, where you had the Tigers and Euphrates rivers, the Fertile Crescent, all that shit. So, yeah, the, the first it's ironic that the first, you know, real large scale government is going to be monarchy. A strong person says, this is what you're going to do from now on because I say so. Either charismatic or smart or both, you know, and also tyrannical because they're, they will not, they will accept no challenges to their power. So that can work out good or bad, you know, depending on who the monarch is. I think, uh, the, the extremes on both sides or even the idiot, idiots on both sides because there are idiots on both sides. Sure. Yeah. I agree. They're so, um, they're so, uh, helpless in their own lives that they want to be led extremely. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, it's easier that way. It is easier for you. Don't have to think. You don't have um, to think. You know, and I don't really think if if you get right down to it, I don't think they care who leads them. They just want to be told what to do at all times. Well, okay, is that true about almost everyone? Almost. There's very few people. Not almost them. everyone, but the majority of people. Yeah, I'd say probably a good fifty-eight. That's hence the term sheeple. I hate that term, yeah. but that's what. No, it, I use it. I love it. I I think it's. I don't like it either because I think it's one of those that it's like cuck. People throw that out just to be Chuck. <laughs> you're being a cuck. I mean, I mean, you could say the same thing about people that that sit and watch CNN or Rachel Maddow and believe the Trump conspiracy, believe the Russia game, and they believe this, and they'll sit there and just like you know eat it all up without without ever looking for an alternative perspective. And they'll do this for two years, and then after it's found to be totally bunk, they'll just. Can pretend like just it didn't happen. Keep going on with yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's just, it's the it. same suspension of disbelief that that Trump supporters or Obama cultists or anybody else does, or W supporters or I mean, we, we could go all the way it's down. It's a secular. The line. It's called. There's a, still people that say Nixon we, was a great man. We think about yeah, I work with one. He probably we think of ourselves as, as more secular now no, than we wasn't. used to be. Like we're less religious. I don't believe that's true. I just think that the religion has just shifted shifted into. Branches of statism, where now yeah. people people worship Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton or or Trump or whatever. There's a we different need, form of. Cult. We need to figure yeah. out how people we can get people to worship us. Yeah. Yeah. We've yeah. got we've got four or five that are ride or die. There's four or five of you motherfuckers out there that uh, I'm pretty sure we could get them to kill for us. <laughs> <laughs> but I need I need that to grow exponentially. I I need. An army of ten thousand retards strong, ready to fight for us. <laughs> you have to, but you have to understand its quality. So of we're starting a cult. <laughs> I never. Whenever I started this, I never said I wasn't starting a cult. <laughs> I mean, qu- I'm just asking. It's the quality of the retor- retard that matters too, because a, I want strong a retards. A West Virginia meme warrior <laughs> is is equivalent to like a hundred regular old retards. Yeah, because, I want strong. Independently focused retards <laughs> who can squat that are that, that yeah they can squat do they deadlifts. Can deadlifts I don't care about your bench press 
Um, <laughs> that booty. I, I do need you to be able to be able to move your own body weight around somewhat. Um, maybe some of them, at least twenty five percent of them, I'd like you to not be shut ins. I'd like you to. Yeah, not that's be a tall order. Stage. You can, <laughs> that's a tall order. You can be an incel. You can be an incel. I'm pretty much a fucking incel myself. <laughs> I think that Will most, somebody please fuck me <laughs> I think that most guys are in sales Until a woman just takes pity on us Correct me if I'm wrong uh, Yeah I just can't talk to people I mean and this is like Like I've said with the Brad Pitt If you got the arrow muscles mm-hmm. You're good You're I'm never gonna get them Yeah Maybe Never gonna get them Never gonna get them Never gonna Speaking of I walked into the gym this morning Chuck's already there Clanging and banging and I found out his, his motivation is watching the news when he clangs <laughs> just to get angry. He's just sitting there Touch fucking. Up. Who, 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 who was it on your phone while you were clanging? Uh, was it? It's uh, Essie Cup. Essie Cup, who can get it. But he was, like sitting, he was sitting there lifting and he's got this Essie Cup just railing against whatever it was she was railing against. She's usually a conservative too, but she's not she a is Trump. conservative. She hates she's not Trump. a Trump lady. But now I was like, oh, I get it. Now this is your motivation. You come in here and you put on the news and you get angry and you start <laughs> clanging. Hilarious. I mean, whatever you got to do. Yeah, whatever you got to do. It's going to be but- a good year for you. I'm going to be jacked from fucking. How'd you get so jacked, Donald Trump? What, he's inspiring? No, I hate him. <laughs> you know, I found, hard, I found it hard to, um, to balance all seven of my social media profi- uh, personalities in one profile. <laughs> You mean all, all the running jokes you have? All, all of my running jokes, and I'm trying to overlap them, but it's it's hard. I did, I've managed the DCEU. <laughs> it's literally a web no, of lies. The D. It's so hard. The D-E-U. The Dutch Underwood Universe. The D-U-E-U. The Dutch Underwood Extended Universe. Yesterday, I was able to incorporate my, my fake love of Trump into deadlifts. That's yeah. Yeah, that that was fun. <laughs> my favorite thing. Um, deadlifts are my favorite because I c- can pretend I'm picking up the unconscious bodies of haters and losers going after the greatest man who ever lived, <laughs> Donald Jamarcus Trump. <laughs> and I found this out just the other day that whenever I type in Donald and hit the space bar, do you know how it comes up for suggestions? The middle one is always Jamarcus. No. I've trained my phone. That's incredible. You turn to my jokes. Knows what his real name is. <laughs> <laughs> on what? On Google? On, on my phone. Just, oh, just when on I'm your phone. typing typing in anything. If I type Donald and hit the space, the middle suggestion Jamarcus is always Jamarcus. Really it's great. When I hit hashtag, it's always rise and grind. <laughs> and then you hit the space bar from that, it's always the iron price. Hit the space bar from that, it's always no days off. I need to, I'm gonna take some drawing paper to work uh today and sketch out the iron price gym. Uh, logo. You think we can get them at Golly to change the name from whatever it is to no. the Iron Price? No. Oh, come on. What, what's the name of it? At yeah, Golly? What is the name? It just says Golly Gym. Gym. Golly, Golly Fitness Center. I think it was old school fitness. For yeah, that's what it was. That's actually not a bad one. That's actually a pretty good, pretty good name. I like it. But the Iron Price is a fucking awesome name. Yeah, it is a tremendous name. You have to, this, is a, this is a local nerd reference. If you know local history in Fayette County, especially this area right here, yeah. you have to pay the Iron Price if you want to get them brass cannons. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get that reference. <laughs> uh, there's a, oh, oh, on this mountain over here, somewhere over there, There's a the legend has it that there, there was a brass brass cannon mm-hmm. during the civil war that um was like dumped or something so that the north couldn't get it the south had it or something like that yeah okay and people have been looking for it there's a mist that has never been found and every every like half retarded little redneck boy i know will be like my uncle knows where that cannon 
But can't nobody get to it though. He knows where it is. But can't also, nobody get it. Also, nobody's ever going to be able to get Noah's Ark supposed to be somewhere over there too? Hard. I haven't no. heard that. Well, then there's Blue Hole where they say there's uh, catfish as big as Volkswagens down there. But, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Mm, no. Who wants that big of a catfish? I mean, catfish is a I don't a mud guppy. Yeah, it's a I mean, I'm not saying it, they want it. I'm just I saying mean, it's writing a thing. that down. Mud Every, guppy. That's a great name for a band. <laughs> Everyone knows that there's a nuclear waste. Um, Created mutant fish that's actually a remnant of a sturgeon that lives in the the hole behind the cross rock and Golly Bridge, but there are not six foot cats in the blue hole. <laughs> is, that a, is that a thing? Yeah, well, yeah. There's a, there's a giant mutant dinosaur sturgeon that lives in the New River. <laughs> sturgeon are big enough for that. I mean, giant. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh yeah, they're well, like eight feet long, aren't they? Well, think think Ninja Turtle mutation. Yeah. Oh, so it's a person oh, and a sturgeon again. It's, it's, the person. it's a sturgeon. <laughs> and it may, and it may, there may be a time travel portal down there, too, because it's so big. Hmm. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. We're weaving a web here <laughs> of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so far. I've got, I've got a, a picture that I, I'm going to need help with the caption on later. <laughs> I don't even want to see this. <laughs> no, no, no. You, be, you were there when I took be it. Terrible. You were there when I took it. Oh, okay. It's this picture of my arm holding a single-use plastic <laughs> bottle. I just want to show how, how awesome my arm looks, but also want a virtue signal about single-use plastic bottles. <laughs> I'm trying to be so obnoxious about this whole thing that people unfollow me. Like, I want to post things and only five people enjoy them, which is kind of what it is now. Some, right some people will interact for, for some things and not the others, but I want it to where nobody interacts at all. You're exceeding your goal. You're already. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I want to be so fucking obnoxious. Like, it is. Uh, I mean, you've seen the Instagram dudes. Uh, they do the same thing I do, except for they're really taking it seriously. Well, okay. But, I was. There's, there's one. Remember, we talked about this guy, that Brad Castleberry guy who's using the fake weights. I'm stuck in between whether or not he's that big of a douchebag or it's a work or maybe both. He might be tongue in cheek a little bit. Maybe a little bit. I mean, I, I, I find it way more humorous than I used to. Let's put it that way. You know what I mean? See, like, the goal is to never actually show me doing anything. Right. I mean, that's hilarious. It's always my feet <laughs> at the bar or your face and Aaron hanging up. Something. Yeah. <laughs> <That's the best picture. laughs> Aaron didn't even see himself when you first showed him that picture. <laughs> so Dude, I, I'm telling you, use that fucking inversion table. It, it fucking feels good. Especially after uh, deadlifts yesterday, I only went up to 845 pounds yesterday. It's a slip for you. Yeah, well, what are, what are you going to do? I've just been a, been a year off. I mean, <laughs> I went too heavy earlier this week, and I was so sore for a few. What'd days. you say you went up to 155? Yes, that's good. That Dead, is good. Deadlifts? Yeah, I've done better. You picked up that 135 there the other day like it was <clears throat> a feather. She squatted 300 pounds. That's when not. We used to work that's out. not. I told Chuck if if you uh, stick with it and go. Th- Three times a week or whatever, we could put you in like a uh, female powerlifting thing, and you could probably do okay. But I'm going to. You're going to grow. A I'm dick? going to. Yeah, Aaron's I'm going, going to, to love it. <laughs> <laughs> when, but I when? identify as a woman, and I'm going to just <laughs> fuck bitches up <laughs> like Macho Man on the yeah. South Park. That's been God, the best that was hilarious. Episode I've ever seen. Uh, and every time, no agony, no braggity. But they're like, we don't want to make the PC babies cry. <laughs> The PC babies. That's God. PC principal is my favorite character recently. I, basically, we just had a, an entire season of Randy episodes. It's been perfect. It was, it's been great. They have not slipped at all. 20, no. 22 seasons, 23 seasons, and they're still yeah, up there. just as good. Well, the other day I had it on just randomly, and they were playing an older one, but it's new, but it's the one where Butter's grandma's bullying him. Yeah. <laughs> 
And this anti-bullying company comes in and bullies the counselor into doing an anti-bullying campaign. And then they stand is the director of the video and they do it all in one shot. And Cartman's dressed up like Taylor Swift. Oh, God. <laughs> but his grandma is just stabbing him in the leg with a fork under the table because he he's going to uh, narc on her for being a bully. I don't know. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, Jesus but he, he dresses up as Captain Chaos. And I was like, this has to be newer. But then she she dresses up like a superhero. And she's like, yeah, I got inspired by your faggy costume. <laughs> your, your I don't remember this episode, but I was dying. Do you remember what season was from? Because I want to go back and watch it's, it. It has to be newer because the, the superhero stuff isn't that old. So it's probably from the last five years or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that one, but it's so good. Do you remember the trilogy they did uh, with uh, what was Kenny's superhero name? Uh, he was Mis- Mysterion. Mysterion, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever play the games? No. They're hilarious. There's that one. And then what was the... Stick of Truth. Stick of Truth. Yeah, yeah dude. The, the games are great. They're you so You can set them funny. on easy, but the it's just like a huge... It's like a, a movie. Well, there's a you know, sub-quest in the Fractured Butthole where people have microaggressions. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's... It's continuously throughout the game. So whenever you're fighting another character and they say something that's a, a microaggression, microaggression, you hit them and that <laughs> hit is like so many extra... Does PC Principal pop out when you hit him, or? Uh, No, but he's the one that gives you that superpower. Right. Well, I saw that fight. Like I was watching it on YouTube, and I saw you know it looks like it looks like the cartoon. It's a fun. It's a fun game. You guys want to do favorite things before they take off? Sure. Aaron and Elena have to leave here in about twenty, so we're. I'm going to let them go first on their favorite things. Because you uh, tend to go a little long-winded on your yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Couple kettles and warm wooden mittens. He thinks you've shoved those mittens up her snooch. For sure. I hope. Favorite things, episode 243. Aaron and Elena, go. My favorite thing right now is uh, Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live. I haven't got to Brought see it Brought back Gumby. He brought back Gumby, damn yeah. it. And Velvet Jones. And, and Gumby and Velvet And yeah. Mr. Robinson. And, and Buckwheat. Did he bring back Buckwheat? Okay, okay. I've only seen the Gumby sketch, which had me laughing rather hard. Yeah, it was really funny. I'll probably watch it here in a little bit. Is it something that we want to play? Yeah, I don't need... Spoilers don't matter. You can uh, hook up with this right here if you want. We watched... I'd never seen Scrooge. Oh, I just watched it last night. Yeah, we did too. Um, You've never seen it before. No, I'd never oh, it's seen fucking it. Great. So that's been. Well, yeah, that's favorite another thing. favorite thing. We'll talk about that for a second. The uh, there's a Trump Tower joke in Scrooge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like also yeah. Scrooged. The opening scene where they're doing the commercials for that fake movie, The Day the Reindeer Died. So funny. Why is that movie not being made? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that looks great. Are you fucking with, serious? With Lee Majors? So funny. They're fucking strapped and ready to go. This is one that's going out the front. front. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. It's like, by the way, Lee, you've been an awful good boy. This that year. made me laugh so hard. Why is that movie not being made? So Wasn't funny. there like a hundred of them with fucking Keanu Reeves and shit? Right. Jesus Christ. That's, well, that's made, the Christmas they, movie. They made Reindeer Games. Gary Sinise that and, was pretty uh, good Netflix. I enjoyed that movie I, never I, saw that one. I watched it once I was extremely stoned in Morgantown <laughs> with with the uh, what is that Second Street Second Street in Sunnyside uh, we were extremely stoned somebody went to Blockbuster and rented that movie and we got real 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 stoned had a great time hey fine with me oh, so that's up the press right now wait what? <laughs> 
This is one of my favorite characters of his. Hey, give me a chair out here right now. I want to sit down, you oh bastard. <laughs> you got it's Gumby. They know who the hell it is. I'm Gumby, damn it. I'm Gumby. What are you doing here? What am I doing here? The question, Michael Che, is how the hell are you going to put on a show and not have me in the show until now? I should have been in every damn sketch from the top. I'm the one that made that Eddie Murphy a star. He was just a regular coon boy to I saw. Whoa! <laughs> well, we just thought people wouldn't know who you so are. So great. How the hell are people not gonna know who I am? I'm Gumby, damn it. I, let me tell you something. I saved this damn show from the gutter. And it's thanks to me. This is the thanks that I get for saving the show. Shame on you, Lloyd Michaels. Shame on you, NBC. I love that he sounds like a Hasidic Jew. Yeah. Gumby, just calm down. Calm down. Don't tell me to calm down, trailer boy. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta sit and listen to this black bastard telling me. <laughs> People won't remember who I am. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know why you two are behind this desk? Because your jokes don't have legs, you schmucks. <laughs> That's kidney stones with more personality than the two of you. That's a little rude. Face it, kid. The both of you together couldn't Velcro my sneakers. <laughs> All right, you're not exactly a Christmas character I'm seeing. What the hell do you mean I'm not a Christmas character? Look at me. I'm green. <laughs> I'm green and all the children love me. The kids love me and I'm a Christmas character, you jerk. <laughs> all right. And Gumby, I just want to point out, you, you're not hey, allowed... give me a match. I want to smoke this cigar. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to smoke in here, Gumby. Hey, don't tell me not to smoke headshot. I do what I want. <laughs> I am Gumby, damn it. I am Gumby. And hey. I want to smoke a cigar, I smoke a cigar. So where's your... I smoke a cigar. <laughs> what about your horse, Pokey? You have the nerve to sit there and bring up the name of Pokey? He's in the glue factory for all I care. I don't believe this. I make my triumphant return and you're talking about a can of dog food? How'd you even get this job? What's your winner? Radio contest or something? I guess you're not enjoying the show then, huh? No, that's not true. I did enjoy some of the show. I like that uh, singer, uh, what's her tush? You mean, you mean Lizzo? Yeah, that liberal, ooh, huzza, hubba, bubba, I like her. She's a real beauty, and you know, colored girls don't usually do oh. that for me. <laughs> Gumby, that's extremely prejudiced. Hey, don't you try to make me out to be a racist, Che, you black bastard. <laughs> uh, I am Gumby. So are you gonna stay out here or what? Nah, I gotta get going. It's too late now. You could've used me. You used you, you, you wasted me. And I'm gonna go home. I'm an old man. I gotta get to bed because I gotta get up early and take my morning dump. <laughs> Don't be everybody. He is one of the best. I am extremely excited to see what his stand-up's gonna be like. Oh, me too. I'm pumped. Because he hasn't missed a beat. How old is he now? Is he in his 60s? 58. He's 58. 58. He looks yeah. amazing. He does. Black indeed does not crack. That's all lotion. Yeah, the cocoa as, butter, as, as Bill Burr said. Lotion. <laughs> yeah, I think you should. You need to. Is that thing registered? <laughs> <laughs> no, no cracks of color. It needs to be reworded. Oh, what do you say that so hard? You can use <laughs> lotion on other things besides your dick. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to to see where his stand up went. If he references uh, faggots and faggots revisited, because that was yeah. Was, yeah, those were tracks on his first track, two albums. Yeah, <laughs> he was very young. When yeah, he, he was a kid. Out, he's like, and it was funny. Him. It's still funny. For, for Beverly Hills Cop, like I, shit. It's, 
That's still one of the best. Netflix is making a new one. Really? It's a sequel. It's not you know, prequel. They, they, they finished filming uh, Coming to America 2. Oh, shit. I had no yeah. clue that they were that far. They I knew they it. were making it. Yeah. I, I thought it was just rumors. Nope. They, it's finished filming. I love Coming to America I bet it'll be good, too. I bet it'll actually be good. I hope it is. You know what movie of his I love that's just god awful? The Golden Child. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah, The Golden Child. I was right. Great. Oh, shit. Was that it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh, I don't know awesome. that I've ever seen it. I don't think I've seen it. I've seen it on it's TBS terrible. a lot. It's terrible, and I love it. It's just sort of like Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so have you guys saw the have no. you seen one? Okay. I want to go on uh Oh, that's right. There's Thursday. one in the theater in there. I really want Thursday? to Thursday? Yeah. Day after Christmas. I can possibly do that. Yeah. I, mm. I really, I want to see that shit. Though. I, I might do two in one day. I want to go see 1917 too. I want to see that as well. Fucking amazing. You see the trailer for the new Nolan movie? Yeah, Jesus, you fuck. It that looks fun. Yeah, looks good. It's really good. Elaine, you got any favorite things? Um, let's see, we watched Scrooge, which I really enjoyed. Um, what else have we done this week? Well, the dogs. How, how are the how, how's the workouts going? Not, uh, non-existent for me. I've, I've gone twice this week. Twice, what have you been doing? I did some push-ups. I did a uh, bench, squat, deadlifts, and the overhead arm presses. I just bench, like squat, I said, I, I think I did a little too much. Like it felt good, and then I was really sore for a few days. Yeah. Oh my legs! Yoga. My legs didn't feel any better until Friday. Mm. Like they hurt me for an yeah, entire week. You overdid it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling better. I feel good today. So it's just been kind of crazy with the holidays and all this crazy. I've shit, been bowling but. a lot. So I just it's kind of a workout. Get off work. And it works out one side of your body. Yeah. And then, uh, boom. On the subject of Scrooge, love that movie. I, I, I loved it. His so his soliloquy at the end doesn't feel like it's made up. It feels like it's he's really saying that. That's so. kind of it does, Bill, Bill Murray has the ability to do that, but it really it's feels real. Powers. Yeah. I mean, it's just well, I like it. It's beautiful. He he has the ability to make it feel like he's actually talking to you through right. the screen. Exactly. And it was well, the, that, great. at the very end when the credits are rolling, he yeah, literally he, does. He, does he breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. People over here in the theater. Yeah. yeah. Let me hear you. <laughs> he does. Now only the men. It's, uh, it's now Bob, the real men. Bobcat's character though is my favorite in the whole movie. Oh yeah, the whole movie. Bob, Bobcat steals every movie. He's <laughs> yeah, in. he's so Elliot Loudermilk. I love him. You ever watch any of his actual? I know you two have seen his actual movies that Bobcat wrote, writes and directs. Oh man, you talking about Father of the Year? Father yeah, of the Father Year. The I haven't seen um, that one. Oh dude, she, I know. Um, Will, Willow Creek. Willow Creek, the the Bigfoot movie. The Bigfoot movie. Yeah, it's, it's really great. good. He's not in these movies. Uh, what's, the, what's the one about the woman who went viral for letting the dog lick her pussy? I never watched that one. We watched it together, you fucking Did idiot. We? Oh, we were <laughs> we were extremely hungover. <laughs> um, yeah, Father Year's fucking great. It's dork. What was the one where he starts just like shooting up? Oh, the, oh uh, God bless America. God bless America. America. That movie's awesome. It's great. He shoots a baby in the face with a <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> The, yeah, the main character, but it's just like a—it's his brother. It's Bill Murray's brother uh, that plays him. Um, it's that's just like a dream scene, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just wants to do it. But then he goes around like all the little annoyances that people do. He goes around killing people yeah. throughout the you know. He'd, he'd be essentially, it's essentially uh, falling down, except for I feel like this guy's even more justified than falling down. <laughs> like and he shoots funnier. up a movie theater because people are talking. Yeah. And then yeah. he looks at the two people that weren't, that weren't talking, and he just—he's like, "You guys are okay." You kept your cell phones in your pocket. <laughs> so funny. Yo, I want to do that so bad. Me too. What movie were we at? And it was... It, it was, was Black Panther. Yeah, and then the guy pulls out his fucking phone. And, I mean, 
Opening night for Blackpink. Both of us look at me like, what the fuck are you doing? What were they? They were just on their phones? Yeah. I don't want to say who it was, but let's just say they were not Caucasian. Okay. (laughs) Jesus. And, you know, the the old stereotype about people, the the black folks being late for movies? Boy, howdy. It was insane. (laughs) But it was fun watching, watching Black Panther in a theater full of black people. Well, I mean, it was, it was kind of fun, like, because they react to things unlike white people. So, yeah. So that was fun. And, and luckily, that it's not like a movie. I, that really doesn't to, upset me I at all. I think the people two groups react, react to different stuff. things. Like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Too, it's, it's like, and neither are, are proper or improper. Like, um, yeah, honestly, I don't care about talking or anything during a movie. Right. But like, getting on your phone and it shines up and sure. yeah. you can fuck yeah, That's rude. That's very rude. I always turn off my phone. But I hate when people are on their phones at concerts, too. Like, fucking enjoy it. Live. Be in the moment. Be there. And um, they're just, like, watching them through their screen. I'm like, what the fuck I do like to try you? to snap a picture. You know, I don't know. It's okay. They're, they're uh, at the Tyler Childers uh, at the Mount Music Festival. There was somebody that just had his phone up the entire time recording it. makes it. me want to... Just- be in the moment. Yeah. Enjoy it. Have fun. What Be the there. fuck are you doing? And is your shoulder not getting tired? I know phones don't weigh that much, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's yeah, impressive. It's, it's, it's yeah. yeah, I was actually like, Jesus, what's this guy do? He's got good conditioning. The lactic acid would build up in your shoulder? <laughs> he was a... Yeah, he was a, a neglected student in school who always, who always had the answer. Did, did he do it this? Yeah. <laughs> or the, no, you do the thing where you hold it with your other arm. <laughs> you get behind your head. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. I think it was Jeffrey Ross did something like that. He said, hey, "Here, he, I call this one waiting for a bus in the eighth grade." And he took a woman's purse and hung it on his head, <laughs> like, like a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Favorite things? Uh, you got any more favorite things, Elena? Seen any more Christmas movies? Die Hard? Did you watch? We haven't watched it. Watch it, it watch okay, I watched it Friday. You've right. seen it, right? Yeah. Okay. It's just been a really long time, so I'm excited for that one. We did watch them up at. Christmas yeah, Carol. we watch Muppet Christmas yeah. Carol. I love it. Fuck you. I love Muppet. It's good. I love the Muppets too. But I, I watched uh, the FX of Christmas Carol last night. Okay. One with Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Um, How's that? Uh, the guy that plays Gollum. Andy Circus. Andy Circus oh, no is shit. in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy that he's in uh, the the Irishman. He was also he also played Al Capone in Boardwalk Empire. He's British. Fucking amazing actor. Hmm. But he he plays. Uh, Fucking Jacob Marley. Hmm. I think it's Mickey's the, Christmas Carol. I watched it. Did you? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, we watched Home Alone. I or, did too. Not Home Alone. Uh, but we did watch. Home I've watched both Home Alones. We watched. Oh, I like uh, them both. Have you ever Santa seen Claus? Have you, Santa ever, Claus. have you ever seen Home Alone Six? Lost in the Holiday in the Sahara. I have not seen that. <laughs> That's not real. Is that real? <laughs> I watched the movies that made us episode about Home Alone. I watched all of the movies that made us about Home, Home Alone, Die Hard. I saw Ghostbusters and Home Alone. Ghostbusters and uh, uh, Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. They're. Fu- I love those fucking little little documentaries. They're, so They're fucking great. But while we're talking about Home Alone, I don't mean to impeach on your uh, on the, the favorite thing. I do it all the time. Go ahead, Uncle Frank. From Home Alone, he's a dickhead. It's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> if anybody talk to me, do you mean the king of the cool shirt? <laughs> if any anybody talk to me the way Uncle Frank talks to Kevin, my dad would fucking kill them. <laughs> <laughs> he is really, such an Look what you did, little jerk. Just 
it wouldn't even be funny. I'd be like, Jesus, Daddy's had enough. My dad just still fucking ground and pounding. <laughs> talk to my kid. I'm the only one that can fucking talk to <laughs> Look what you did, you motherfucker. Oh, who's doing what now, you faggot? <laughs> just, I can't believe how fucking rude this guy or is. When, or when Kevin walks in when he's taking the shower. Yeah, he's and doing he the cool you, Yeah. Calls him a... You little pervert or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him a the whole little, the whole like he goes off on the. Like, he a said if I walk kid. in on him whenever he's taking a shower, I'll never grow up to be a real man or whatever it was. He says if I see, yeah, he says if I if you see me when I'm getting on the show, you'll grow up never knowing what it's like to be a real man or, or something, something like that. that. <laughs> I don't know. But I was blown away that they built that set in a school. Yeah, it's yeah, in the it's, aban- so awesome. it's in the school that the uh, Breakfast Club was in because yeah. John Hughes doesn't like to shoot anything outside of Chicago. That's so admirable. It I was. I, I like that too. Yeah, but they it had was just really cool. They, and had, they built the the, the, the one flooded scene house. In the, yeah, in the pool it was just built in the pool. Yeah, it's it's, it's really, really awesome. It was really cool. Those they, movies are funny. Yeah, I love really those good. movies. Everything I makes like sense in those movies. I mean, you didn't like the second one. No, Donald Trump's second one. That's not yeah, it. I just don't like it. it. I wonder. I like the second boy. one. Yeah, of course, the it. first one's great. The first one's hilarious, but everything makes sense. Like whenever how they lose Kevin is because the dipshit kid from across the road is over there looking through all their shit, and they count him. As this thing could get, get gas mileage. <laughs> I don't know, kid. Will you go away and quit bothering me? <laughs> Does it have automatic transmission? Does it have four wheel drive? <laughs> it's so Bring funny. me back some French. <laughs> yeah, I That's think great. great movies. Chuck, favorite things go. Uh, well, and I'll keep going in the vein of movies. I watched, I, I saw Wreck It Ralph years ago. Oh, um, yeah. I fucking love it. Yeah. And then I was kind of resistant to Ralph Wrecks the Internet because I don't know why it just didn't tickle my fancy. Huh. I sat down and watched it. It was fucking great. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> like, movie, I love man. the e boy and the fucking eBay keeps on <laughs> fucking telling him, all right, Jackson keeps on calling him fucking 50s names. All right, Chief. Are, they bo- <laughs> are both of them on um, Disney Plus? Uh, well, sure. Ralph Rex the Internet's on Netflix. Yeah, Rex okay. on Disney Plus. Okay, so I can do it for free. He jumps in. He jumps into his little thing so he can get some. All right, hop along, Cassidy. He's like, fucking <laughs> I found that so goddamn funny. I just, I love how they depict the internet. It's like yeah, perfect. They had the the Disney princesses were awesome. They're the best. Like, like they were, they were all making fun of the the, the tropes. They're like, are like you're a princess. I don't know. He's like, well, let's, let's run down the list. Do you need to be saved by some big strong man because you don't know what you're doing? Like, <laughs> yes, and you are a princess. And, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, I like the way it, they they were talking to the girl from Brave, and she was speaking like really heavily accent Scottish. Mm-hmm. And the little girl was like, "Yes," and didn't know what to say. It's like, and one of them takes her aside. We don't know what she's saying. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched Brave? Of course, oh, that's it's, a, so it's a Pixar. Good. I mean, I, I don't miss Pixar movies. I love them, except I haven't seen the Good Dinosaur. Oh, dude. dude, it's great. Is it good? Oh, it's, it's fantastic. It's not what you expect out yeah, of that movie okay. going into it. It's, it's um, this, the premise is the asteroid didn't hit the Earth, and basically dinosaurs have like civilizations, like they're farmers. They, so it's dinosaurs. Yes, and the, not the mama. <laughs> it's just it's funny. Like I don't know. And it's the, a good movie. The humans basically like uh, yeah, they basically treat them like a. Like a squirrel. Like human street squirrels. <laughs> yeah. That sounds good. And he's so cute. Well, and it's just, it's adorable. And, and I, another thing I hate to admit, because I know they're great, because even my mom liked them, I have watched, from beginning to end, not one Toy Story movie. Really? Yeah. Really? And they I know, are, and I, I know, and I they know are they're impeccable. Great. Yeah, they're the dude, best. They're and like, they still I, hold up. Well, and I've got Disney Plus now, so I'm going to sit down and watch all of them. Do it. But I haven't watched the last I started one. going through 
you know, uh, another favorite thing is that Disney's, there's actually a, a documentary about it, the fact that their film studio hit the fucking skids. They were not doing well. And that began with like movies like Sword in the Stone and stuff like that. And I love that fucking movie. Yeah. Like it's about really King Arthur. It. Yeah, I love the movie. I mean, it's fine. Well, it's not the highest quality. And then they didn't, you know, they had the kids played by like three different actors and you can really tell. I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? You know, you're Disney. Why can't you just do it right? But the guy who's playing Merlin was, you know, flawless. And, you know, that was great. And then... (laughs) Again, that was Elena. (laughs) Belchfest. Fucking female empowerment's gone too far if you ask this cowboy. (laughs) She's ever scratching her ass at the same time. Um, Girls burp too. Fucking assholes. Shit. But that's a favorite thing is Disney movies like... I got interested in Disney early. Like, I, I liked Lady and the Tramp and all those. And then, you know, I, I wanted watched to see Aristocats the other day. God, it's Disney. so racist. It is, but <laughs> it's super fucking racist. It's so great. Like, see, I see, but that's one of the it. movies. That was one of their flops. Like, and, and that's that I was during that. that period. No, it's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad. It but I'm saying the, jo- the, the Robin Hood movie, that one. I love the Robin Hood. That was they, my favorite. They cheapened it because. Ink and paint is fucking expensive. Yeah. So they were trying to cut costs, and you never have anything good if you cut costs. So finally, the movie that that re, that re- rebounded the whole company was The Little Mermaid. That was the make Which, or break for the studio. So, under the sea. It's a good movie. I love Little Mermaid. Um, well, fellas. Yeah. We gotta you guys gotta leave. Yes. Well, fucking leave then. Sorry. Love you guys. You know, whenever whenever I'm on y'all's podcast, I never leave early. You know. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. White people stuff. We yeah. talk about Nazis for thirty we, minutes. We should do. We should do like an offshoot podcast just called White People Stuff with Aaron and Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Be like a we went. Uh, we went avocado shopping. And, uh, they got your good fats. Fuck yeah. all of you. I eat them. They're great. Well, I buy them and then they sit there and rot on the counter. You, you got to eat the skin. The skin's where all the minerals are. It's literally a protective coating. It has nothing in it. <laughs> it's essentially it's plastic. Ba- it's basically leather. <laughs> Where are y'all going? Hey, tell your parents to suck my dick. I will. Tell them to huff on my butt. Huff on your butt. <laughs> Her parents are some big butt huffers. I don't know if you guys knew that. Uh, another favorite thing is I finished the... Turn their mics off. Fourth... Game of Thrones book. I mean, uh, Wheel of Time book. Oh, yeah. Shadow Rising, which was a good book. Um, it's starting to slide like big time now, though, because it's this whole complicated deal. Um, but I see one of the good things about this is a, the positive of rereading. I see why he failed when it came to characterization. It's not just the fact that none of them have bad breath or anything like that. It's like they're not, none of them are smart or clever. They're. Like this girl is manipulating Perrin, my favorite character, and he doesn't see he's being manipulated. He should have written it like, I know I'm being manipulated by a lover anyway, so I'm going to let her do this. You know what I mean? Like she convinced, trying to convince him to not do something, so she's like trying to talk around him and all kinds of stuff. If they had just, if he just portrayed him as a little bit more clever, it would have been funnier, you know? So, um, but, but instead he's just adult. Kind of, they're all three. Well, Matt Cawthon, who's the like the, the he's the gambler. You know, you'll see all these characters on the show, and you'll be know what I'm talking about. He's smart, but another thing I notice is that they're supposed to be these three lifelong friends. They don't even seem to have the basest friendship. Yeah, like they don't confide in each other. They don't do any of that stuff. Like 
Rand is going through this horrible thing. This he's this character of prophecy, and it's terrifying. And all these evil things want to kill him, and all this stuff is going on. Matt is there with him, and he never sat down and said, "Matt, I'm scared" or something like that. And Matt sort of just like hugged him and said, "It's going to be all right, man. You know, we're we're together. It'll be okay." You know, and they just never do that. And I'm like, if you've been friends your whole lives, you think you would instead of Matt is like kind of craving around him he's just like are you going crazy <laughs> you know are, are you doing this are you doing this i don't like that you know i'm like how is that likable that's not loyalty that's not friendship so there's that um they're sort of like baby faces in pro wrestling they basically never, yes. they never really trust each other exactly. and they're stupid well yeah i mean it's it's just a whole you know again you bring the io in and they're extremely interesting and he's he's a good culture builder like you know he even gets down to the the Aiel, a woman owns land, a man, but a man is a clan chief. Like so, if a man wants to get married, you know he has to basically petition a woman to be with her, and then she has to approve him, and then they build her a house, and that's her house. And then, but he controls like different aspects. You know, it's it's a it's a fairly fifty fifty partnership, but a woman has you know as much say in in all that stuff as a man does in Aiel culture. You know, it, and, and it's extremely interesting and, you know, all that stuff. I just, I wonder how it would be in the hands of a writer who was like George R. R. Martin or um, Tad Williams or somebody like that, who would be able to get all, get all that across and have interesting characters. So it would have been probably the greatest fantasy series ever written, ever put to paper. Even, even more than the Bible? <laughs> or Art of the Deal. Um, he should have wrote a book about sex called Art of the Squeal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hell yeah. Because that dude fucks. Donald fucks. <laughs> sure he does. Donnie gets in there. Like a truck. Mm. Donnie lays it down. That, that boy lays some pipe. Nobody fucks like Donald Trump. I can promise you that. <laughs> he's a, what, Good, bad, or indifferent. What did he say in uh, Reservoir Dogs? He's like... Uh, Charles Bronson, The Great Escape, he's digging tunnels. <laughs> um, then I started, uh, I've gone down, a, see, I'll, I'll do this every now and then where I'll get really interested in a subject, and now I've started down the path of of really getting into it. Celtics, the the Celts. Oddly enough, I've, that's a path I've never really gone down thoroughly. I'm vaguely aware of who they were and all that stuff, where they come from, but nobody really knows, but they do have prevailing opinions. So I got a book on them by this lady. I'm starting to read. It's really good. Is her name Shabon? No, she's not Irish. She was, uh, just seems like it should have been. She's Siobhan. Welsh. Um, the Welsh, the Welsh, the Scots, the Irish, even the Britons to a certain extent are all Celtic. But there is, there is, you know, their, their languages like Welsh is different from, from Gaelic and Irish. Which are two different things. Gaelic and Irish are two different languages, but they share similarities. But they're a, a, a language cluster different from English and Welsh and stuff like that. So they don't know how this happened. They don't know if they came as one group or there were successive waves of Celts that came across the Iberian Peninsula, across the sea, you know, all that stuff. So there were Celts into Turkey. Like they had, hmm. you know, but did they share a culture or did, were they, you know, they shared a language, but that doesn't make them racially the same. But how do you define a race? Like we've had this thing before. You, I said the Irish race and you said the Irish are a race. And I said, yes, the Irish are a race because they have genetics, culture and all this stuff that in, in common, you know. Um, what I'd like to know is how... How did you get all of those monkeys onto that island? Since monkeys can't pilot ships. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> well, I mean, not monkeys, but like you know, chimp-like humans that well, that came that they descended that all the Irish descended from. Are you are you knocking the Irish rice? Is that what you're doing right now? Because you're just as Irish as I am, pal. Well, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> no, I'm not. Are you not? Not as Irish as you are. Well, probably not. Uh, my mom's would, mom was a McKinney. He would never so claim she was, it. She was probably half Irish, so that's right. an eighth. And there might be some other sprinkled Morgan's in Morgan's not an Irish name? Hell no. Welsh. Or you're Celtic. I mean, it's kind of the same. I mean, <laughs> No, not the same. <laughs> well, okay. As well, you know. You've actually offended John, and I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> I didn't come from no monkey. <laughs> That is always what's getting thro- gets thrown out when you bring up evolution. I didn't come for no monkey. No, you didn't. That's uh, not how it works. <laughs> oh, I, I, that's one of the worst internet fights I ever got into. Oh, God. Is when somebody posted that thing. If we came from monkeys, why are there still monkeys? I was like, for one thing, it doesn't work that way. For another, evolution doesn't go this way. It goes this way. It's an explosion. It's like a tree root. It, well, it's just a bomb. It's, it's the most... It's one of the most energetic things in in nature is well in the in the planet is that all this energy to direct it outwards to take advantage of niches you know what I mean it's, that's you know when the dinosaurs died off we had giant mammals to take over the niche that they occupied you know it's just the way it works but anyway um, I've got a couple books on them um, I know about Irish history which ties into what, uh, Celtic history but I'm talking about stuff you know where you have they're mostly written about from their adversaries' point of view, the Romans, um, the Greeks, and, you know, who actually, I think, coined the term Celt. They called them Keltoi, which is a whole... But they don't know who they were referring to directly. It could have been the Gauls. Were they Celtic? Probably. Were the Franks? You know, all these groups of people who became other groups. So it's really hard to trace, and that's what makes it a really fascinating subject. So um, I'm really going down that path, and I've already, you know, started... I've got the first book and started reading it. Hmm. Um, I think that's it for the things I'm John. You got something you're gonna play? Yeah. Um, is it the uh, power of love? No, that's next. <laughs> I was gonna say, it'd be funny if it was power of love. Um, the song by Huey Lewis. So, if you, so like a great tragedy that I've experienced the last several holiday seasons is that uh, years ago. YouTube, there was like a lot more Christmas movies on YouTube you could just watch for free. And sometimes they'd be in segments or whatever, like part one, part two, part mm. or whatever. But you could find all, all kinds of stuff from my childhood that's not on any of the other things. You probably can't find it on DVD. Like stuff that's really hard was on YouTube. Like amazing stuff. That, that was, like to me, it was very nostalgic and like brought me Give back. Give me an to, example. I'm about to. Okay. Um, and what happened, and then as they started cracking down on that stuff, few more of these things got taken down. And so the last few Christmases just haven't quite been the same because I haven't been able to binge watch so many of, of the stuff that we used to you know, have in our Christmas VHS collection that I would binge watch as a child. Um, but I was, I was gleeful to find that um, one of the ones that, that I really like that's really, that's really like impossible to find is on is up on YouTube right now, and I'm going to share it with you all. It's called what the hell is going on over there? It's called uh, the Life and Adventures of Santa Claus. That's a great one, and you don't see it very often. You don't hear it talked about very often. So I'm going to play you a little clip from that, and it's up right now. It's in parts. Is it? Yeah. Awesome. If you search it, um, 
So I'm going to play a little clip where these um these like monsters that live, like, live in the mountains start bullying a young Santa Claus like they're bullying him and preventing him from take saying he's trying to he's just getting started and he's delivering toys to kids and these bully monsters come and start bullying Santa and taking his toys and you know like guerrilla warfaring and preventing him from delivering the toys to the kids. So so Santa Claus is like his sort of like tribe of like fairies and wizards and stuff that raised him. He was like raised by like a, a like a lion and like a fairy and stuff in this story. They get together and like we're not gonna put up with this shit and they have a they have a throwdown and they attack the they have a, a big brawl where they attack the guys who are bullying young remember. young Santa Claus. That's a bad guy there. Behold, they fight with tree branches. Why is this not big? Why would it do that? Them with our evil powers. Go forth, great dragon, and incinerate them. That doesn't make any fucking sense. We can see it. The soundtracks of these are amazing. Yep. So yeah, the fairy comes out and they Oh Jesus. She wipes them out with her with her magic branch. And then This guy uses his magic to beat the, the Cyclops. Very similar to the uh, Abominable. In, uh, yeah. Yeah. Same style. Coming town. Same style. A little bit more low budget, I think. It took them like seven years to make this. Yeah. This one's a little bit more low budget, but um, just fabulous. It's so weird. I love the fact that the wizard, instead of being like Gandalf and having a sword or a staff, he has a fucking axe. Yeah, that's cool. Hell yeah. And he's got the big headdress. You think he's gonna throw it? Nope. Oh, that's a motherfucker. But seriously, evil friends have been defeated. You don't fuck with you don't fuck with claws. He's like the he's like the father of nature. He's like father time or whatever. These are all pagan things. Yeah, he's he he rescued Santa. Santa's immortal. Like they found him as a baby and raised him. Isn't this the one where they're having the meeting to decide if he's going to be immortal or not? Yeah, it starts out that yeah. way, and then they start telling the story of him. So can that's they on, that's convert on YouTube him right to now. a mm-hmm. to a non mortal, like like a vampire or something. No, it's just uh, you know it's a magic thing. It's magical in nature, so they're just going to decide if he's going to join this group of immortals that are like at the table. You know, they're like part of. It sounds like a big, you know, so like so like fairy type deal. So they say. Santa Claus is abandoned as a baby and like he's just left in the woods or whatever and this line the lioness Shiegra finds him and she you know she takes him in and then the other people become aware of him and then the fairy mother and they raise him up but he's immortal he, he not immortal he is a mortal mm-hmm. and um and so they raise him up and then at a certain point he starts like making toys and it's like you know and starts doing becomes who he is he's still a young man uh, and they decide, and so they the the story starts out. They're all sitting at a round table, and they're like, um, you know, should we bestow immortality onto this person? Is he is is it the right thing to do? Are mm-hmm. we being irresponsible? And they so they start telling the story, and then it goes up to present time, right, you know. 
and they decide, well, yeah, I, I mean, everyone agrees like this, he's worthy of immortality. And so that's how come Santa Claus lives so long is because these forest people like made it happen that raised him. And like, there's a, my favorite, one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time is in this. And I don't think it's anywhere else. I think it's privy. It's just exclusive to this film. And it's, um, he carves like a wooden cat. For, it's when he first realizes that he's a toy maker and that he loves doing, he carves a cat for like a little orphan boy. And all the children, he goes, and the little boy, boy takes it, and he's so happy. And all the kids see how great it is, and they sing this song. They burst into song. And this, this song's like, um, We want to wake up to a big surprise, a big surprise. A little black cat with yellow-green eyes, yellow-green eyes. A little black cat with a big <laughs> blue bow, a little black cat sitting in the snow. little black cat with yellow-green eyes, we want to wake up to a big surprise. A big surprise! A big surprise! <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just, uh, and actually, like, one of the Juno songs has a, took something from that one of my, it's a big surprise. I want to wake up to, I want to wake up to a big surprise. It's from that. Oh, you found it? We want to wake up to a big surprise. Big surprise! A wooden cat. I think I was in key. You were. <laughs> a little black cat with a big blue bow. A funny little cat sitting in the snow. A silly little cat with a great big smile. Could we have one for just a little while? Just a little while. It's good harmony. Surprise. This was probably made in the 60s, huh? They, they started making it in 1930. Oh, it says, it says on my videos here. I think it's 1965. Nineteen eighty-five. Eighty-five. That's what this says. Huh. This might have been when it was put out. Yeah, it might have been when it's published. Or it looks very sixties. It does. You think there's anybody out there right now wanting to make claymation, not wanting to do the technology? Sure. Um, I mean, I actually know a gal. A gal I met when I was uh, out wolfing does that. Does she does videos for bands and stuff, and she actually does the real shit, and she's really good at it. Man, that's crazy. It's, it's pretty a, cool. It's such a difficult. It's like the one where we've talked about this one, uh, the uh, the life and adventures of Mark Twain. You ever seen that one? It's a claymation. Yeah, I, I don't recall. I don't think it's so. fucking like one of the reasons it's notorious is like it's Tom Sawyer and Becky Thatcher and Huck Finn, and they're all aboard this big ship, this flying ship, and it's Mark Twain's. Pilot in it, and then they get in the in the elevator and go and go into this one room, and there's a hooded figure there with a Harlequin mask talking out of it. I said, "What's your name?" Satan, and he's like, "I'm an angel." And then he builds these clay people out of well, out of clay, and then he brings them to life, and then he kills them. It's fucking, it's so fucking creepy, hmm. and it, but it's good. It's like, based on Mark Twain stuff. No, it's just in the spirit of him, and it's uh, I'm. I'm surprised it never got, you know, it's one of those things that people will remember it if you bring it back out. And the guy who did it, he did the claymation, a claymation Christmas special. He did the California raisins. He did all that shit. I fucking love the California. Yeah, they were, they were huge. And that's, that was his claymation stuff. And he's a, he's a master of it. I can't even remember the guy's name. And, um, let's give him a name. (laughs) Clay McMold. I don't know. Um, His parents must have seen it coming. <laughs> sure did. Any more favorite things, John? 
Uh, yeah, I got one more. Hell yeah. So, um, you need volume? Yeah, I need volume. Um, so this is like some like um, pagan Yuletide stuff, and it's like it's not good for the listeners because it's it's captured. Once upon once upon a time, long before Santa charioted his flying chit sleigh or whatever, there there was the deer mother who took flight on winter solstice. Because unlike the male reindeer, the female who carry the antlers. Yeah. And it is she who is larger and stronger than the male that leads the herds in winter. And from the British Isles, Scandinavia, Russia, Siberia, across the land bridge of the Bering Strait, she was revered as the life-giving mother by northern peoples because they farmed those fucking things who depended on her for milk, food, shelter, clothes. And since the early Neolithic, she was a venerated spiritual figure associated with the rebirth of sun, fertility, and motherhood. Her antlers adorned shrines and altars were buried in ceremonial graves, cast into jewelry, all this like sweet pagan art. Uh-huh. This yeah. is awesome. Wore his headdresses, and this is where. So we just saw that wizard guy in that in that movie. He had yeah, the, big, the big, yeah, and all the Scandinavian shit. You got to think, and um, also like Tuvan and Mongolian peoples. A lot of them farm reindeers. Mm-hmm. They milk them. They use them as uh, as a uh, like oxen, mm-hmm. and um, of course they eat their meat and stuff like that because that's the animal that can survive where they are. It's like and and um so they so the whole like reindeer thing being part of Santa's sleigh, like it you used to be the reindeer was Santa. Mm-hmm. Used to be this was actually the the spirit animal of Christmas of the Yuletide because it represented this animal is what is the only thing that reason that we can be alive and live you know, make it through the winter is because they totally depend on that animal for survival. And so it was like almost like a Native American kind of like this sense of heavy reverence right. for this creature upon which their life depends. I thought that was pretty neat. That, was that pretty is neat. Cool. That's, that kind of stuff, like the, all the Christmas stuff, all the pagany shit about Christmas is just, um, just kind of makes, you know, gives me goosebumps. I just, there's something about it. It's, it's cool. infinitely more interesting than the story. It's cool. Told. It's so cool. Like, and know? then, and then the Christians, you know, Christ wasn't born on December 20th. Born in the summer. If, if he existed at all. Yeah. Um, but they just they, they had to get the pagans on board with their religion, so they kind of they kind of had this compromise. Well, we'll kind of marry the two and make this thing, you know. And instead of them having the twelve days of Yule um, and doing all the pagan stuff, we'll just have one day and we'll make it. You know, we'll we'll make it about like giving gifts so it'll boost the economy and make it about Jesus so they'll like join the church. But right. it's pagany enough. It's interesting enough to get them involved. That's the things the pagan religions were interesting as fuck. You didn't have to. You didn't have to bully people into joining the religion like the Christians and well, other fun. Muslims do. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, uh, we don't have to like threaten you with like chopping your head off because you're an infidel to get you to join this religion. It's just fun. It's part of the culture and it's functional. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to be told why you know why you worship the reindeer. Everyone knows. It's right, like, yeah. We'll die without these yeah. things. So I don't know. I, I think that element of Christmas and the Christmas tree. Like when you brought the Christmas tree in. 
it was it had a function. It it helped you, you know, because the your your little cabin or whatever you've got fires in there. It's smoky, it's dirty, it's really dry, and you you know it's drying. You know, gets you the reason people get colds all the time because they dry out. You bring that tree in there, it freshens the air. It actually filters the air because as air goes from you know from down to up, it goes up through the branches and filters some of the muck out of it, mm-hmm. and the tree's kind of still alive, and so it's still kind of you know breathing a little bit and photosynthesizing, and it's like a you know, the pine, pine tree air freshener in their cars, this is like the real deal for your house. Right. And at a time, it like freshens your house and gives you a sense of life and vitality uh, in the time during the solstice when the sun is furthest away, the darkest of times. You bring this into your home, not only to not only as an air freshener and to make things brighter and happier and you know, decorating it, but also because it actually creates a healthier environment. Right. Hmm. Like this shit was functional. This shit was like, you know, and like, and just like things like, oh, you know, you got to make sure, you know, like SADS, like we have, you know, seasonal affective disorder now. Everyone knows you get vitamin D deficient. Like you have to be careful in the winter. Some people, like if you have a problem with this, you have to be aware and be like, okay, I got to make sure I'm getting enough water and exercising all this stuff. These fuckers were doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. We got to, we got to have some kind of party to make sure that, um, people don't kill themselves this winter because they're going to get so depressed. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like we need to like give something to remind people. It's like there's hope, joy, peace, love. All those things were part of the ceremony and part of the, the Yuletide because it's like, hey, look, things are going to get better. The tide is changing. We're at the bottom. It's, it's like the wind up before a pitch. It's like a long, slow wind up. The Yuletide or a squat. Mm-hmm. It's like if, if summer is st- if summertime is like you're standing there with the barbell the solstice is ass to grass. Right. It's the point at which you got to work to get through it, but but you're going up. Things are, you're going to make it through the winter. You're not going to die. And you got to so joy, peace, love, joy, all the all the things, positive things that get people through a dark time. I like how you use an analogy that us meatheads can understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the solstice is ass to grass. It's a big deal. It just happened yesterday. It was, it was, fab, it was fabulous. Yeah. I, I, I can feel it in my bones. Well, and the, the thing with pagan cultures is, like, that's one thing. There's so much to resent about Christianity and Islam and all that stuff. As I've said before, joyless, pay, uh, joyless desert religions. There is no joy in them. It's all punishment, death, guilt. I, I, mean, I don't know if I'd say that. Huh. I, mean, well, I, I mean, I know a lot of people that like get a lot of joy from the spirit of Christ, and like, they okay, that's that's fair. They, they feel like a joy, and they want to share that with sure. you. That's the when they that's when they come knocking on your door. Yeah, but they're like the the ultimate tenet is if you don't, there's only one way to believe. If you don't believe this, you're going here. You know what I mean? They yeah. If you reject them coming to your door, they're they're not really happy about it. Usually. Exactly. I mean, it's oh, no, a, the, the, they actually. I mean, the, um, well, we're talking about a specific sect of people. Yeah, yeah, about, yeah. They're kind of a. Sp- of course, we always generalize the worst of the yeah of the worst. I mean, and, I don't know. Most of the Christians I know who are really into it, who, who like study it, and mm-hmm. are constantly posting Bible verses and doing, are they're into the Scripture and all that stuff. They, it's very rare that they'll bring up the the hellfire to you. You know sure. they don't they don't really do that. They're more they focus on the positive a lot more, and they're kind of like they try to you know they try to find ways to relate their their religion with you because you know like what happened with my dad and I have plenty of other friends who are like when you become like born again and all that stuff. I mean it'd be it's it's sort of like you know, taking Kratom and be like, oh my gosh, you guys, like, you got to try it. And we've kind of become sort of disciples of Kratom. kind of are. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a similar kind of thing, but more intense and more like, 
just more spiritual, I guess. I've got and a so, guy at work taking Kratom all the time now. Really? Yeah. And so, like, when I see that, you know, when I see these people doing this, it's like, sometimes, like, when they're when they're you know, doing preachy stuff or whatever, it's like, it just kind of sounds like gibberish to me, and I can't really, really relate, because I'm not on that, I'm not in that spiritual worldhood that they're in. Right. But I've been around it enough, and I've seen people go from one world to the other and back, um, to just kind of, like, appreciate it and be like, you know... It's just a very human thing to find something that you really like and want to share it with people. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of Christianity nowadays is that. And a lot of it is just curmudgeonly old pieces of shit that says you're going to burn in hell and they're just miserable. And they're like what you were describing with right. the, the joyless people. At the, but um, so, you know, I can relate to Christianity in as much as it's like this is like a philosophy that's going to help your life. Mm-hmm. But I just think that the original. You know, if you have a, if you live in a stark, uh, barren, arid place, then you're going to be, you're, you're going to be, your mindset's going to be fairly stark as well. I mean, you reflect what you live in. You know, that's why usually people who live in, you know, places of plenty are open handed and nice and all that stuff. Now, that's not 100%. You're going to have people who live in those places who are going to be more warlike and stuff like that. That does happen. But I think the opposite is, 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 happens more often. So therefore, those religions coming from that place have those aspects of them that are just, you know, you know, everything's black and white, cut and dry. You, you know what I mean? I think that, you know, one of the reasons, like we were talking about, they stole all the pagan religions and slapped new names on them, is it, it was a recruiting tool. Because they were they were showing the pagans this shit, and they're like, I don't fucking want that. That sounds terrible. We can't me. compete you know? with how cool these people's religion exactly. is. Exactly. So that's that. Uh, that's the whole so point. So we have to, we have to uh, hip-ify it. We have to make it into a hip-hop song. Right. Or something, right. you know. Well, and, you know, but also, if you really... The truth be known, a lot of the pagan religions, pagan peoples, didn't give up their pagan gods. They just took this other god with it. Like no. Irish crosses are constructed that way because it's those are pagan symbols, especially at the bottom. And that's true of a lot of like black culture too, where mm-hmm. they they started they started you know they let Christianity in, but they also kept some of the old yeah. African stuff. And that's where you get voodoo from and dancing and yeah. like the, the that whole song by Godsmack. Great, great. Like, don't ever bring that fucking. And the whole thing, like the hooting and hollering thing, like speaking in tongues and stuff like that. I mean, a lot of a lot of the stuff that modern evangelicals do came from uh, Christianity mixing with black culture. It's true, but <laughs> watching the ones who are faking it is some of the funniest fucking shit ever. Robert Tilton, he's the, he, he's the best. But then you got this other idiot who's Trump's spiritual advisor, this Paula White, who, <laughs> who is the <laughs> the fucking. Prosperity gospel, all that horse shit, and she's she starts doing it. Oh my god, it's so fucking terrible. Yeah, we it's played so, it here a few weeks ago. I was I was always a big fan of Benny Hinn. <laughs> he's oh good too. yeah, he's great. That guy knew how to rock a crowd. Ernest Angley, remember Ernest <laughs> oh, Angley? God, I loved Ernest Angley's commercials. This is this Ernest is Ernest Angley. Angley. <laughs> Come here for the Ernest Angley hour, singing, preaching. We'll hear testimonies. You know, who he reminds me of who? Remember uh, Marshall Applewhite from the uh, Hellbop Comet? Yes, uh, that that. Um, cult, which, yes. whatever the name was, the Heaven's Gate cult. Heaven's Gate cult. You know, there's somebody. One of them stick, stayed back after they. There's all, a documentary about it, isn't it? Well, all the all the videos of their testimonials are on YouTube now. But there's a guy that stayed back that has uh, kept the website running, and it still looks like it's 1997. Jesus, it's fucking great. But that was my favorite cult growing up because it was right at the time that I was 
I was like 16 or 17 whenever the, whenever they dropped. There was a group <laughs> there was a group around here that was named after the comet. And it was called Here Comes whatever the name of the comet was. Hellbop. Hellbop. Remember them? I don't remember them. There was a group. It was they played at Skateland. Oh, they, they were they were um uh, I thought you were talking about a religious group. No, they were a, a music they were a band. That's awesome. Yeah. Great name, Marshall Applewhite. I loved him so much. But that's who Ernest Angel reminds me of. I, Benny, I mean, the one who entertains me most is uh, Jim Baker. Selling you those. He's uh, a fucking lunatic. Those prepping supplies. Which, that's so, not a bad idea. Getting well, it's, that's not. But I'm saying Robert Tilton is the most entertaining because he's the most. He's the one that's most full of shit. He's the one that they turned into the farting preacher. If you haven't seen the farting preacher. I like it when they confront the the preachers though about all their money and stuff, and uh, the one Kenneth Copeland got so fucking pissed, you know, but he knew he was on camera, so he, if they were off camera, he probably would have threatened them like physically, yeah. but he knew he couldn't, so he he got like really like, mad. Do but you need do you need two private jets to spread the gospel? These are not. <laughs> well, we got a good deal. These are not. These are not my jets. These are God's jets. To yeah, I mean, and that shit flies with their parishioners. I can't believe I just. Said that. Yeah. Well, I mean, Boom. double entendre. I know it's it's hard for me to like really know, um, if if he's not being genuine, like he actually believes in that that uh, yeah that this shtick that he's doing, mean. like he he's actually believes that he's doing the Lord's right. work and stuff like that. He's just a narcissist and he doesn't he doesn't know that that he's being abusive. He just thinks. They're actually, they're actually that crazy. Like they're actually, Some of the them, Lord yes. called me to do this right. and and to take these people's money and use it for decadence. I think you 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 could be able to tell which ones are full of shit. Though Joe Austin's full of shit. Um, Paula White's full of shit. If you can if you can catch them off camera, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. when they're out of character, right. if there is, that's that's the key, I guess. Right. But I mean, it's hard for me to tell. And 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 another aspect of it too is like. Um, I don't like that these people are being, you know, juked out of their money. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, no one's forcing them. I mean, that's what they want to do with their money. Yeah. Who am I to say? I can tell people if they want to give their money to Benny Hinn, you know, if that's what makes you feel good. People spend I just money. I wish I came up with the scam first. People, yeah. spend, people spend money on all kinds of stupid shit. It's none of my fucking business. Well, yeah. okay. I'll grant you that. But the, the thing that bothers me, just to no end is that they take advantage of older people who might be in dementia and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they and they're instead of getting treatment for their cancer or stuff the limited money they have goes to seed money so they die of cancer because they're giving their money to god because they're planting a seed so they'll get better yeah. no go to the fucking doctor i mean i can't stand when people get together in a group and instead of somebody'll start to get like their heart or something bothering them instead of just going through the miracle of medicine They'll say, well, we'll start praying for people. Now, I know there's are positive aspects to that. I know there's energy that's transferred. That's actually a proven thing. But it's not going to help you that much. You need to. I mean, there are lots of miracles, and one of them is the fact that there's a guy who went to thirty, you know, 20 years of school to be able to figure this shit out. You know, well, but on, on, this, on the other hand is, uh, you know, the whole medical pharmaceutical complex is, a, is another religion and another sham mm-hmm. that shams people out of money that's even greater than what the church does in my opinion i mean if you have if you have a form of cancer that um you that you basically like you know you're gonna die and they want to do a surgery on you or give you radiation or do chemo on you and you and you know that it's not going to work but it's going to cost hundred fifty thousand dollars that's worse than giving twelve hundred dollars to benny hinn 
in I'll my opinion. That. Because you're, yeah. you're decreasing the person's quality of life. You're getting rich, and you're selling them this. Uh, you're selling them this fake ticket. Oh, it's like oh, you know, it could work. You know, so you're selling a false hope to somebody. I mean, in my mind, there's that they're they're both evil. You know, when it comes to the cancer thing, it's like I, I mean, I can witness this firsthand. I mean, uh, my dad's radiation. Like after when the cancer came back, it's like like pretty much at that point, the odds were based on what we know about that specific kind of cancer is like we tried all these things. If it comes back after that point, you're dead. What was the specific kind? Huh? It was um, non-Hodgkinson's large B cell lymphoma. Jesus, Di- no, non-Hodgkinson's diffuse large B cell lymphoma. That just sounds terrible. With that yeah. particular, it's it's basically cancer of, the, of your lymphatic system, which most people don't even think that they have one. Yeah, it's like it's almost like an electrical system. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so he had that. He beat it the first time. Like the odds of beating that specific kind of cancer with chemo and radiation the first time of being cancer free. Uh, are good, really good, but if it comes back, yeah, once that rematch with that particular kind, it's like you you you're like it's like one in a hundred thousand or something, Jesus. and so that happened, and that's when I came back, and so um, did the cancer get on the mic like uh, Chael Sonnen after he he won that fight and said, Tom Morgan, you absolutely suck. So so at this point, so at this point, right? So he's we're we're like you'll get it one day. <laughs> we've got we've got like maybe I forget what the odds were. But it's like at that point we're like oh well, we've got like one in a thousand, and then we did a round of chemo. He could not complete it because it destroyed him. So we're, we're even more fucked because you've you've toxified your body with chemo causes cancer. Mm-hmm. It can kill it, but it also causes because it's radioactive. You're basically poisoning yourself. So and then um, then we try to do another round, and then of that failed. You know we that you know lighter round. And then the cancer like kind of moved and changed places, and but it never, you know. And then it, then he, then it came into his brain, and then the, and then the radio. We went to a radio, the radiologist, like the one that where they use uh, radiation to try to like like microwave it basically and fry it. It helps like break up the tumors, and mm-hmm. then your body can kind of like. Um, he basically like I remember just looking at this motherfucker, and he was like wearing <laughs> makeup. Oh God. I would love to fuck this guy up. And he was just like, he sat there and fucking, prom- my dad's like not f- right in the head at this point. And he, he told him, yeah, we're, I'm, I'm 100% certain that we can, that oh, we can cure Jesus. your cancer. This is what you're describing as these, these great doctors that went to school and did all the science. He was a, he was worse than what Benny Hinn is or what this. And this is a guy at CAMC. And this is not, an exceptional case. Should we roll on him? I don't even remember the dude's name. But, um, and so we know that we're going to die. And this guy's feeding lies to my dad and my dad being religious and, you know, scared and so full of, you know, trying to like hope his way, pray and hope his way, positive think his way through it. Went and told all of it, went and told all of his friends and everybody we know that he was healed and that they got all the cancer and they got every speck of it and that he 100% healed. And I'm just like, that is not what any doctor has said. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so if you see this doctor, is it on site? For some reason, for it? some reason, this conversation just led me to make this analogy between the the fake preachers that that sell people, uh, and you know the whole like just the medical industrial whatever you want to call yeah. it the, the big the, med the healthcare system the the healthcare sham and there are, there are aspects of healthcare that is amazing like you know you get a compound fracture they can fucking 
stem cells. Yeah, they can put a new bone where my bone used to be. They can do amazing things. But there are a lot of things where they're just fucking they're shaming. fucking winging it. They are just a lot of them are just winging people. it. And I get winging it. I do it every day. I have no idea what I'm doing most of the time. You're Deborah Winger. I'm not even... And I don't know. And it's like... <laughs> not even sure if this is recording right now. That's how much I'm winging it. <laughs> and you've got like all these nurses, and I don't want dis- to disrespect the field, but they're basically just wait staff for this system. I mean, that's basically what they are. They're, they're just... I, that's why like, I made this analogy. It's like These nurses, they're just waiting tables. And they're just trained to kind of keep it. No, it's time to take this. It's time to take that. And, and then pushing treatments on people. They're like salesmen. You know, you're trying to upsell the whole time. And like, I don't know, like just all kinds of things. Like, like going through that whole thing, not just that, other experiences I've had have just made me like, um, I mean, I guess I've probably talked to it on, talked about it on the show before. I'm, I'm a little bit skeptical about the healthcare, a lot of things, about, yeah. Yeah, about the healthcare system. And it's kind of the same thing. And, and it's a, it's a, that's a religion. People believe, You'll you'll do whatever the doctor says because he's he's a doctor, he's like he's like a god. He's like the, he's like the preacher. He's like he's he's a, he's of a higher, you know, he's an authority figure. He's like of a higher caliber of he's gonna make he's gonna take care of you. And they have this. I I think most cases they they might not. I don't. They, they might not take care of you. They well, might they, fuck you over. I've I heard an interview one time with uh, I forget who it was, but he's just a guy. Um, one of the guys Rogan had it on probably. And he said, uh, he pulled a muscle in his back and he went to the doctor to see what he could do about it. And the doctor asked him how he did it. He's like, I was, uh, lifting weights, doing deadlifts. And the doctor goes, why? Why, why are you lifting weights? You're 40 years old. Why would you want to do that? Yeah. And like, I, I, they, a lot of them, and just like anybody else, like I tell people at work that I'm starting to lift weights again. They're like, why would you do that? Why, why would you want to lift weights? Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, because if you it's, don't use it, you lose it. It's a healthy goal. Yeah. That, that makes, that connects my brain and my spirit to my body. Well, but I was talking about this. I can riff on this with. Oh, we were riffing? <laughs> he was riffing, riffing, bebutting, scatting all over me. Um, I was telling Dutch that the testosterone will eventually kill me. That's, uh, well, it will shorten my life. Like, Getting the shot, yeah. I mean, the, the I've never heard this. The, about well, it. no, the extended, like the the long term use causes stuff. You know, eventually I'm going to be dependent, and then it's just a downward spiral. You know, but my point was, I would rather live now. I feel, you know, the drawbacks are virtually none compared to how I was. Living. Instead of adding years to your life, you'd rather have life. Life to your years Right If I only have 20 years left There are going to be 20 good fucking years Well so. Have you thought about this And I don't You know I don't know what it's like to be you But I I know what it's like to be me And like year and a half ago or so I was like You know Not Not As unhealthy as I've ever been And I was like I'm, At that point I was like I'm feeling like I probably have low T Like I'd read about it And I was like I'm having these symptoms I'm, I'm getting man boobies All these things You know like And I was kind of like Okay, you know, and my approach, and I feel like now, a year and a half later, I feel like I probably don't have a problem with low T. I'm not saying, some, I'm sure there are times when it's low. I think it, it's like, it's like cyclical, but I've, I've, I've used, obviously I haven't had any shots. I've just been using behavioral things like, you know, certain kinds of working out and, and mental things. And then obviously like herbal supplements and things and diet, of course, all the things that the doctors don't tell you, will not, most doctors will not even mention. And I've gotten to a place where I feel like I, I feel like I don't have that problem anymore. 
and what I guess what I'm getting at is there a way for you to improve or regulate your T uh, outside of the, just straight up getting that shot? A way that would be more holistic and help your t- testosterone by by improving your whole system. I is that a possibility? I tried, that you it's would a consider? possibility, but no. I tried most things. Like I tried, you know, anybody who knows me, when didn't I work out? When you know, it's like no, I, I definitely wouldn't question your your heart or your workout ethic, but I mean, maybe my your diet, diet yeah. um, behavioral things. Those are all. But I'm going to tell you this: that the it's night and day, like. I'm not denying that you should saying I'm, I'm glad you're doing the tea. I think it's right. great. But because you just said there's a side effect. That right, it's right. <laughs> who, wants, <laughs> who wants to live past 65 anyway? Well, I mean, the only 45, if I could, hey. if I could, be, if I could get in there, bud, <laughs> if I could be 65 and like a Stallone 65. Yeah. That, and, and, and <laughs> I'll then, take that. And then drop dead at that and feeling like that. That'd be fine. Like I don't, you know, I've been thinking about all the things that waste my time. And I've been like, you know, this podcast. <laughs> and um, I'm sitting there thinking, you know, but things are getting to, to such a good point, like me feeling so much better. You know, work is a breeze. Uh, interactions with people are better. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was thinking if I can get the belly fat off and get into really great shape and then kind of wean myself off the testosterone and see if the the solution that got everything off and got me kickstarted back the way I should be. Yeah, j- if, that, if that will help. Yeah. You know, so I've thought about that. That's one of the reasons I'm kind of, you know, I, obviously I, we fucked up today. I, I went to my mom's house and ate three fucking well, uh, did. red velvet cupcakes. Oh, shit. I mean, well, my, I should have went with you. My sister-in-law <laughs> made them, my, my stepsister made them for me and she is a god in the fucking bake. I mean, she can, but it's baking. People that can bake are amazing. It's un, it's a skill. It's a it's, it's science. A real, it's a real skill. She's fucking great. She makes the it's best like, cupcakes in the it's world. It's like science mixed with the art. Yeah, I think yeah. definitely. It's it's a tr- it's a what do you it's what do you call them? one of the it's a trade. It's a you know it's like one of those things that an, 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 an art. It's a skill. It's yeah. a trade. It's it's all the things. It, and I agree that it is an art. Um, yeah, yeah, just like. All this, you see these chefs, they're all fucking tattooed up. These guys would have been in punk bands. Sure. If they hadn't have, yeah, went down that road. But I was thinking, you know, when I get to that point, I've been so crazy about getting the weight off. I'm like, I need to get the belly fat off because the belly fat, I've been reading up on it, causes its own hormonal things. Right. It's a snowball. Exactly. So if I get all this off and then get in grape shape, I'm like grape shape. <laughs> that's what actually I heard that. Well, grape, and then that grape and, that, and then that's going to improve your overall mood, your exactly. overall attitudes, your better confidence. You're all be those walking things. around shirtless. I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah, you will. No, I won't. Come on. No, but then it will help me write the book. I mean, I, everything I've been saying, getting Jack fixes everything. It does fix everything. Like it really does. It'll fix. It'll fix your personal relationships. You know, which 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 is really a large chunk of anything. You know, the way you feel about yourself, but it's, it all goes back to the way you feel about yourself. If you're confident and feel great, then all your relationships with people are better because the people who are jealous of you leave your life. The people who want to be in your life, you can interact better with them. I, I, I just yeah. think that's a totally th- a, a great thing. And, you know, you can go enjoy things better because you don't, don't ever have to hang around your neck. I don't want to take my shirt off. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. You know. That's all gone. Yeah, I mean, so, t- taking care of you is the best step towards helping others. Absolutely. So that's the thing. I'm and I'm taking, you know, I, I'm taking my testosterone and, you know, really trying to. Yeah, are you just, eating your spinach? 
You no. know, if you eat your spinach, you'll be stronger than the finish. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. To the finish. I don't understand how you can take yourself seriously as a muscle guy and not if eat you're your not spinach. even eating your spinach. <laughs> well, I want to do that thing where I squeeze the can and it goes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been eating loads of spinach lately. I don't. I well, yeah, I, I, don't eat that. Don't eat that can shit. Eight kale. Oh, kale's awesome. Kale's I get better a, than spinach. I get a nice spinach kale mix in the box. It's pretty good. I've been doing collards. Collard greens. Collards are good too. You mean greens of color? Greens of color. <laughs> no, but I I want to get down to. I, I have a template, and I was looking at it today. Like, I know people. When you say something like this, people look at you like this. I am more muscular than like Henry Cavill and Chris Evans and all those guys. I do. I carry more muscle than they do. So if I can get down to a certain body weight, I would look. I'm, but I'm not as shaped as good as them. You know, that's a big part of well, it. Well, I mean, I their bodies are just pretty. You're just my, a wrecking ball. Mine's not pretty like theirs. You know what I mean? It's like. And they have. This is like Kamel. Kamel uh, Nanjiani, he's a comedian, actor. Um, he put yeah, have out you a, seen this? He put out like a shirtless selfie of Dude. him this week. I don't know who this I showed it. I showed it to mom. She has no idea who she is, who he is either. And she was like, oh my God. Let me find it here. It should be one of the things, the first thing that comes up. It kind of went viral. I, mean, I want to find what he looked like before. They have a, they do have a before after where the pictures are beside, beside by side. Mm. They should anyway. Just type in his name and then before and after. Okay. That's a good idea. But yeah, I mean, I can get down to that weight, feel really great, look good, and then we we weed off uh, wean off the testosterone and see how that does. And if I have to go back on it, then I'll go back on it. You know what I mean? It's it's always an option. So yeah, um, what time is it? Okay, this is him before. No, actually, that's probably looks like pretty recent because that's a Disney thing. Okay, that's a good one. He's just kind of a thin guy, and. He got cast in a Marvel movie, and they're yeah, he's in the Eternals, and they paid for him to get in shape, and that's him now, forty-one years old. He fucking looks great. Yeah, he does. He fucking looks great, and he he uh, said in his Instagram post, uh, "I I love that I look like this now, but I understand why I never did. Six days a week in the gym for multiple hours at a time. Thank thanks to yeah. Disney for paying for. Yeah, all I wonder. That. I wonder how how hard he had to work to do, to do that. I wonder." Well, I would say extremely aided, even, aided by chemicals or not. You're still going to have to work hard. So, you know, that's I, I'm just I like that he kept the, ch- the chest hair. Yeah. It actually looks good. It looks like Razor Ramon. He does. God, man. Hey, <laughs> let me see that. He looks great, doesn't he? Motherfucker is Jack. Jesus, he got some fucking arms on him. He's got the V. Yeah. He's going to divorce his wife and start <laughs> fucking. That's what's going to happen to him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be. He's the Pakistani uh, Cal Drogo. Yeah. <laughs> is he Pakistani? Yeah. Yeah. That's an odd group. I like him. I'm I'm glad he's experiencing success. That's a that's a thing that I've noticed too with people who who were once not in shape and then get in shape. Life turns into the world's your oyster. You know, everything is all of a sudden great. Like that girl who was she weighed over 300 pounds. She got down to like 100 150 or 160 and now she has a YouTube channel and she's She's wealthy because people listen to her story and all kinds of stuff. And she's one of those who's honest. She shows her loose skin. She's like, this is, this and, is what I did. You know. I mean? And conversely, people that were once in great shape, maybe in high school or maybe even after that, and good looking, and then lose their fitness and good looks, experience a type of sadness and depression that if you haven't had it, you probably don't understand it. Like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like 
I know a lot of people who just are totally defeated, and it's stuff that they could fix, right? But because it was handed to them, they don't know because they started, right. yeah, because because they they peaked too early or whatever, mm-hmm. and then so they, you know, they didn't develop the types of character and skills that 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 we people guys like us, mm-hmm. I mean, for honestly, developed by you know having all the insecurities and, exactly. and all the being treated like less of a person because you're not one of the beautiful people or whatever. Well, it's like the thing with me in the gym. I'm I'm reasonably sure that my testosterone, while, while it wasn't low enough to prevent me from developing a lot of things, it was low, like my entire life. I'm I'm reasonably convinced of that because of all the symptoms I, that I think about that I no longer have, you know. And I worked out so fucking hard, like days, you know, just hours in the gym and all that stuff. It gave me such a work ethic that, you know, now it's like, starting to see results rather quickly you know it's only been about five weeks and i'm already you know really starting to feel it and see it and you're spending less time in the gym too yeah yeah and it's and you know it gave me this work ethic that you know i'm able to really go at it you know really hard and really see the fruits of now being where i was supposed to be you know so or you can coast and and you're doing what most people do when they're going at it exactly i mean that's um, I'm trying not to do that though. I'm trying to maintain that intensity, you know, where I, but some days it's, you know, it's hard. What time you got? Man? It's two fifteen. Shit. I got a couple favorite things. This is one of them. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy new year. Happy holidays. I don't want a lot for Christmas. <laughs> there is just one thing I need. Don't care about the presents. This is fucking horrifying. Taken one of my biggest crushes and destroyed it. <laughs> I, had a, I had a massive Mariah Carey. Of course crush. you did. She's amazing. Yeah, with big old honking cans and that was uh, for those that want to look that up. Uh, Joe Rogan posted that it's Doctor Fakenstein's uh, All I Want for Christmas Is You. Um, another one of my favorite things is getting back in the gym, working out 15 days in a row. I've worked out in some way, shape, or form. It was awesome. Um, all have have time, you been paying awesome. the iron price? Oh, I've been paid the iron price. I've been doing yoga at least every day. Have I really you been need to sketch that out? Have today. you been rising and grinding? Oh, of course I've been rising and grinding. If I can't get to the gym in the morning, I come home and take a fifteen minute nap just so I can officially rise and grind. How many days off do you take? I take zero days off, my friend. <laughs> no days off. If <laughs> like uh, uh, I think Tuesday I went and lifted in the morning. Then when I got home, did about forty five of yoga. A little bit of yoga. Some yoga. A little bit of yoga for the old cowboy. Um, today, I went Friday evening, yesterday morning, this morning. Um, I might do a yoga later. I'm not sure. Um, probably going to skip the gym tomorrow and just do yoga. Tuesday. Mm, that's a weird day because we go into work at Why seven. are you doing this? Why don't you just quit? Well... <laughs> You know those there people, are people that, that would say that. that. I, I don't understand people like that. You are just who shit on people's dreams like that. You know what I mean? There's people. Uh, there's a guy at work. Um, 
he's probably pushing four bills like I was a year ago and smokes cigarettes, eats whatever he wants. And he's like, I don't understand, I don't understand why you want to be miserable like that. And I'm like, I'm not miserable. You are. I am. <laughs> I feel better than I did when I was 20 years old. Yeah. And even though you're not eating whatever you want, you probably enjoy your food more. Well, the thing Absolutely. is from, although I have, I did gain four pounds this week, but it's, I'm going to say it's because of the gym, because I'm getting swole, but it really is because um, we're, I work in the warehouse and we do the receiving and these companies that we buy from send us loads and loads of candy and we do not let that candy get past us. So every time I go to the office to, to get something to do, there's, oh, there's a big pile of candy there. I'll eat some fucking candy. You, you received some sugar? <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's, that's I gained four pounds this week. I'm not really that worried about it. Um, but uh, I feel better. Than I did when I was 20 years old. And I'm 40 fucking years old. Mm -hmm. I look better than I did when I was 20, except for the hair. It'd be nice if I had the ha hair to go with this. But yeah, whatever. me too. Some people like the... the, the um, You're not... I mean, I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen you with your hair grown out at all. You could probably just... It looks dumb when I grow it out now. I don't like it. I've I've letting it get I've let it get like close to an inch long. I'm like, it just looks stupid. And I just <laughs> shave it right back off. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like this anyway. I think I was supposed to be like this. <laughs> I should have just shaved of, my head from a the A lot of women like, like the, like the ball thing. The only downfall is, is they love it. I could, well, women don't love me. That's probably just because of my personality. Um, is, uh, I could potentially be uh, misconstrued for a white supremacist. Yeah, there's that. But, I mean, I could always be that. Well, well I mean, black t shirts, well, Nazi I, I logos on say, them. <laughs> <laughs> see, wait till I get all the tattoos I'm going to get and see, and see how that goes. Oh, through. yeah. Well, <laughs> you have to understand that, like, like the, the dating pool that you're dealing with is quite a cesspool. It really For is. For your age group and where you live, I don't know if it could get any worse. It's rough. Maybe like. Like some place in Alaska where well, there's online like, dating but there's is like, a, is there's a like, there's like three girls and two of them are married and the other one's your mom. Yeah. That would be worse. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> but it's it's almost that bad here. It's rough, but I'm I'm also I'm not really trying. So. <laughs> well, it's like the thing where you um, there's a book written and I wanted to read it. I I, I read the president. Thought it was good. It's just like uh, just take one year. And, you know, do you, I fucking hate that, <laughs> but and, give yourself an eat, pray, love you. And well, don't eat and, and don't, <laughs> don't, uh, maybe don't pray. Don't eat. Don't, don't date. Yeah. I've and, realized I did that for eight years. And then worry about yourself, get yourself happy and then things will fall in the line. You know, I, I think everybody should do, you know, I think every guy should do that. Like, or every person should do that. Like. You know, don't just go. Looking. Most people don't. Most people just go from relationship to relationship. That's what I'm saying. Like Tarzan swinging from the vines. Exactly. They don't. They don't. And they're always. Miserable. They don't let go of the last vine until the other one is already in their hand. Like they're they're literally not alone for a day. Right. Those those people. I'm being. This is a little bit harsh, but this is the the sort of the tortured John coming out. I fucking hate those people. Like I just I just I want them to like. You know what I mean? It's like there, I've been, that have never that I have know, never really known loneliness. I'm, I know people that people exactly like that, and they and like they try to get me drawn into them, and I'm like, no, I won't even have sex with you. Yeah, well, not I, because I don't like you. I think you're a great person, but I know what you do. I've been I watching. Know, yeah, I've been watching you. I see how it works. I, you know, I'm a means to an end to you. I'm not. At, you know what I mean? 
Uh, yeah, been, they, sh- this one girl's every time she gets out of a relationship, all of a sudden my phone's blown up. I'm like, no, thank you. Like, I won't even do sex on her. You won't do sex on I that lady. I won't do sex on that lady. I won't. I won't. Uh, I want to have sex <laughs> on a lady. What is? I want uh, milk in her warm or whatever. Make thick. Make in thick her in her warm. I won't do it. I will not do it because she's the type that gets pregnant every time. And mm. I just I want nothing. She's fine. There's nothing wrong with Fertil- her. She's just sounds like she's really crazy. fine. She's got some fertility. I know my make luck. It, why not make it nine crazy kids? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the, the eight are tough enough. I tell you. <laughs> These eight crazy kids running around. If you don't get your coffee in with those eight, tell kids. me you're, you ain't kidding. If I don't get my coffee before the eight crazy kids wake up, and let's, it's chaos around and, here. And and let's talk about trying to get them to bed, especially at oh, Christmas. Oh, good lord, they're so excited about. It. You're trying to encourage them to go to bed. You're like, but Santa Claus is like, coming. No. I'm like, you're 20 years old. They're like, no, I want to stay up. <laughs> wanna... How come I never told him the Santa wasn't real? <laughs> Uh, I want to play with my lumps of coal even later. Another favorite thing is just Christmas movies in general. Fucking, um, I watched that Noel movie on Disney Plus. It's fine. Um, Home Alone, one of the funniest movies ever. The fucking language that uh, Pesci invents so he can cuss but not cuss. That was just him off the top of his head because he's a guy from wherever they're in there in Chicago, right? He's from Jersey. Yeah, but the character, I guess. Oh, is, yeah. They're at least in Chicago. The Wet Bandits. Yeah. They just, he, he how's he not going to cuss through this? So he has to invent a language. Um, I can't believe Daniel Stern died. Daniel Stern did not die. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. I'm reasonably sure he did. I'm, I think you're crazy. He was in the, the movies that made us. Was he? Yeah. Now, you know who I'm thinking of? It was, it was Kevin's dad. Kevin's dad died. Let's talk about Kevin's dad being a cuck, letting fucking Frank talk to him like that. You kidding me? He was also the asshole in Big. He was. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Christmas movies, just all that shit, man. It's. Uh. I'm actually a little bit in the Christmas spirit, even though I, don't, I haven't gotten any presents for anybody, and I don't think I'm going to get any from anybody, and that's fine. I don't want any anything from well, anybody. My shopping's done. Yeah. What are you getting the kid, or does she listen? Well, I mean, I let her open two of the two of them. I got her three things. I got her uh, Beats by Dre earbuds. Hell yeah, dude! Um, Wireless. Yeah, I mean, they, all the bells and whistles. It was, um, yeah, they were about two hundred fifty bucks. Then um, a this makeup she really likes, which she said I can't believe you found that because you know they're always all sold out everywhere. It's a wooden case. It's really nice. She's into makeup, which is odd considering she's so. Such a jock, you know. She's a bit of a tomboy. Yeah. Um, and then I got her a pair of Vans, old school Vans. Vans are so comfortable. Yeah. Altogether, it cost me about five hundred bucks all her presents. Ain't bad. No. I haven't been able to find a good pair of Vans because I want to try shoes on before I wear mm-hmm. before I wear them. I think I got the gout. Um, trying to figure out a way to fix that without going to a doctor. You have gout? I think so. Black you have to eat. Juice. Yeah, that's a good one. Say that again. Black, Black cherry, cherry juice. Black cherry. That or, is a good or idea. tart cherry juice. Okay. Um, go to um, go to the Kroger. Um, they move things around, so it's not in the health food section anymore. But the, they're like a selection of ju- like organic juices in glass bottles about this big. Um, I think it's like close to the registers now. Um, and the the brand is Nudson, R W Nudson or whatever, R W Nudson black cherry juice. It's like six dollars for a little bottle. Absolutely fucking worth it. Hmm. If you do, if you, I think if you 
if you if you have a flare up, that will help it. And if you just it's in the do, joints in my big toe and my little toe. And if you do it, if you just drink it regularly, or like you know, just get on some some kind of cycle with it, it will not happen. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna look into that. I think that's about all we got. And it's delicious. And it mixes really well with kratom. Does it mix yeah. good with vodka? I'm sure it does. Mm, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Anybody got a song they might want to go out to? A, a Christmas song? What you got? Oh, okay. Power of Love. <laughs> I don't get this old Power of Love. Because Donald Trump's a time traveler. Okay. You see. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for listening, you queebs. It's been fun. Stay tuned. Uh, I think we're going to we're gonna do the uh, DMXmas special. Tuesday, I might drop it Wednesday morning, Christmas Day, for all of our shut-ins, seemingly dangerous loners, wards of the state, you know, just the general idiots that listen to this, you know? <laughs> Thanks for listening, and go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs>